Hey, dude, Sarah should be here soon. Um, dude, I'm so happy she filled in for Jay tonight. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. It should be fun. Uh, can you move your drink away from the computer, though? Why? What's the big deal? Well, Jay kind of trusted us to be here by ourselves tonight, and I'm sure he wouldn't be too happy if you spilled beer on thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Dude, just, just relax, man. Just, just move it. Fine, fine, I'm moving it. Oh, God. Oh, you freaking idiot. Uh, it would have been fine if you wouldn't have made me move it. Just go grab a towel or something, please. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And hurry! Hey, Mike. Uh, hey, sorry, I'm in a hurry. I need a towel. Why? What's up? Uh, Jim spilled beer all over Justin's computer. Uh, idiot. I'll be right back. I told Justin not to trust these idiots. What did you do? It wasn't me. Mike spilled beer everywhere. Mike said it was you. What? No, it was Mike, I swear. D Sarah, you gotta believe me. Alright, I believe ya. But my Tommy gun don't. Whoa! What the? Where'd you get that thing? Hey guys, I'm back. Oh, 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 was this a bad time? Mike, Mike, tell her the truth, dude. Tell her I didn't spill that beer. I am. I'm not sure what you're talking oh, about. I hate you, Sarah. It wasn't me. It was Mike. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. Oh, good. That's why I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lion, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door! Oh, you're rapping, dude. Dude, you're not helping. One, two... <laughs> three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, 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 can I do the last line? And Happy New Year! You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, episode 19. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. Where's Jay? Uh, Justin, our, imp our Imperial Moon <laughs> Prince, is not with us tonight. Uh, which is weird, because we're in his studio. He has entrusted us with all of his nice, fancy, a expensive very, stuff. A very poor decision, I might add. Oh, I yeah. Might yep. <laughs> we're getting trashed, and we're going to trash this room. Um, Justin, so, we're drinking your booze. <laughs> we're looking at your tentacle porn. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clear that history, boy. So we are here by ourselves, which is really weird. Like, I spend a good portion of my life alone with you, and... Mm, ooh. Alone. That's... that's that just gave away. Uh, too but much. for some reason, being in this room alone with you is really, really bumming me out. <laughs> no, I completely it's, agree. Uh, it, it's weird. Uh, Justin is gone. He will probably return sometime before we are done recording. I have to imagine. Uh, you might have noticed in the intro that the lovely Sarah was taking Justin's place, and she's actually supposed to be here right now. <laughs> But she's not. This is, uh, it, 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 what would you call this? This is all weird. Uh, Fucked up. Yeah, it's all mixed up. <laughs> we're actually we're going we're gonna to record our intro last, and then that's what you'll hear. That's what you just heard at the beginning of the the uh, podcast so, here. So what we're saying is that things are out of order. Deal with it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It's like, me it's like <laughs> memento something. Isn't that how memento nah, went? Everything starts, was all out of order? Yeah, and... memento starts at the end. And as it progresses forward, you're going backwards. Oh, I see. I haven't seen it sense. in a long time. 
I think, yeah. Well, or they, or they <clears throat> go back. I forget. I yeah, know. it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, we uh, today. What are we talking about, Mikey? Talking about Christmas, baby. Talking about Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. This Merry. is posting on Christmas Day. We are posting this on so Christmas Merry Day. So Merry Christmas to everybody who is, for some reason, listening to this instead of spending it with your family. Yeah, all of you. <laughs> Every single one of you should be. Grab a grab a nice nog. Throw another log on the fire and sit back, relax with the family, and yeah, listen to the Buzzed Kill podcast. High five your grandma. I can't. <laughs> high five your grandma. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to spend Christmas Christmas Day. Can you? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Well, uh, so yeah, we're talking about uh, Christmas movies. That is what we are talking about. Um, it's very different than every other podcast right now. In that, yeah, I don't think I've heard any other podcast talk about no talk no. about Christmas movies right nope, now. None of it's them. really strange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in in the spirit of uh, talking about Christmas movies, uh, my buddy Mike here, he found us some Krampus. Krampus. Krampus from Southern Tier Imperial. How are we gonna say this? Uh, Imperial. Heelys? Heelys. I think it's Heelys or Imperial Hells. Imperial Heelys Lager. Or hells. hells or Hellies or Lager. Or Heels. Uh, if anybody knows. It's H-E-L-L-E-S. Yeah. We're not sure exactly how to say it. Uh, it's brewed with two varieties of hops and four types of malts. Mm. And it's got a picture of Zekrampus. Zekrampus. On it. And uh, should I read this in you like, a, like a German it. accent? Probably. All right. Hold on. Nein, <coughs> Schrein. <laughs> Saint Nick, Saint Nick is the magical icon of holiday cheer. Forgotten is the sinister enforcer of the list. It is said while good children are brought gifts, a fanged, horned bully named Krampus arrives with sticks and chains to deliver an alternative holiday message. <laughs> Aromatic hops create a di- diabolical character. It is fermented with lager, yeast, and cold-aged, much like the heart of Krampus. <laughs> This season, replace the cookies with a bottle of Krampus. If he visits, toast him, toast to him with this Imperial Healy's lager. <laughs> Merry Krampus to all and to all a good pint. Nice. Guten Tag. Nice. Is Guten Tag, I think... Gu- I think that's German, yeah. Yeah, it's German. Yeah. Guten Tag. Guten Krampusnacht. Guten Krampusnacht. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry about that, especially if there are any German re- listeners right now. I'm you, sure you I... only inf- offended an entire culture. It's mm, fine. Mm-hmm. They'll get over it. Yeah. Well. Um. So I'm gonna crack this, crack this ba- bad boy open. This came in a. Uh, how big is this where bottle is, uh, here? Twenty-two. Where's, where's Southern Tier? From? Uh, New York, dude. You just went there. This oh, is yeah. the same no. company that yep. you. Uh... No, I didn't go to Southern Tier. Oh, you didn't? No, 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 no. no. I went to some other one. I forget. Mm. I went to a couple different ones when I was out there. Southern Tier was not one of them. I think I brought back some Southern Tier from New York, though. You did, yeah. That's probably what we're thinking. Yeah, you brought me a, a mixer. So we're going to crack oh, this baby open and see how it yeah. is. It's a... Uh, let's see how it pours. Ooh. Very nice. Nice and amber. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just drank some scotch probably a lot more than I should have drank that fast. You know, I realized we, <laughs> we kind of... Uh, um, uh, tainted our glasses here because nah, we were drinking okay. a little bit of doers out of it first. So that's okay. Might get a lot of little uh, scotchy taste in the scotchy scotch 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 scotch. All right, let's give this Krampus Krampus a little taste. Cheers, invisible Justin. Did you just? Is that the rest of the beer? There's some there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't take it all. Drink up, bud. 
Mm. Ooh. That's mm. very good. The bitter notes in that are really good. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Color is amber. Bitterness is very high. Aroma, pine, and floral. You get pine out of the aroma? I actually do. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Notes of bright, piney hops and uh, and, and crisp locker. I agree with the uh, with the side of the bottle. You should definitely leave this out for a Krampus or St. Nick. Absolutely. Or, you, you know, your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry to any pre-youngsters uh, who are listening. Why? They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be what? Listening to this. Why? Because I say naughty words. We don't say anything wrong. Uh, do, <laughs> Never. Do you have any corrections from last week? Uh, I didn't pay I attention do. when I was listening, and I'm sure that there was stuff that I said that was wrong. I do. This is the second, I think, the second week in a row. Maybe not in corrections, but we had said something else at some point. Um... Actually, no, no, it is. Second week in a row that I was wrong about a movie that I claim is one of my favorite indie movies. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I was wrong about Intruder again. <laughs> oh, you were? It was not Oh, the filmed, same movie? It was not filmed in Michigan. Oh, see, I told it, you. Yep, yep. It was filmed in Bell, California, at least according to IMDb. Okay. But, it, uh, so who, it, it was, who directed that movie? Um, you know what? I don't know who exactly directed like what's, it. Was what, that did, like what did Sam uh, Raimi Spiegel, have to Scott, do with I'm it? I'm sorry, Scott, Scott oh, Spiegel okay. did, yeah. Who was also, he was one of the... Uh, he was part of that original Evil Dead crew. Evil he, was Dead a, crime. he was a writer on two, and he he did stuff on one, but... um. Uh, yeah, he he also like produced the original like Within the Woods short film, oh, so I think okay. he was a producer on the first one, but... Cool. Uh, well, the, yeah. keep it rolling because I don't have any. Um, the R.L. Stein Man Thing series is actually a comic series, not a TV series. Uh, I don't think that I specified it, but oh. I was under the impression last week that it was going to be a TV series, like a Netflix thing, or you know, oh. uh, like ABC does some of their stuff now. I was that's the impression that oh. I was under. Did you or did you or I talk about that? Because I had I, it. I brought it up. You also talked oh, about. I it. I had it in my notes that it was a comic. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was under the impression for some reason. I thought you said that it was a action. comic. I could no. have swore, but still good. Not. Yeah, it just oh, no yeah. longer pertains to our show. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, and then also, I said this is a, just a clarification. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about Sid Haig last week and how I was surprised about that one director had never heard of him yeah. until House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh -huh. And I said that he had been acting for three decades before that. Yeah. You should probably have known it. I was wrong on that. He was been acting for almost six decades. Yeah. Almost six. <clears throat> yeah, I I didn't I didn't speak up during the episode because I didn't know exactly how long. His but first, I, his I first remember... IMDb credit is nineteen sixty. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, and he's and he's acted with tons of the greats too. Oh yeah. Was tons. he? In, was he in? He was. He, he, I'm gonna sound stupid, he but with, was uh, he in Calig John... Was he in Caligula? You know, I'm not sure. I'm gonna. Yeah. I... I, that I don't know. But he he's acted with John Wayne. He acted with like like all all the greats. Yeah, like he was with uh, Clint oh, Eastwood a couple times. Yeah, like, he's been around forever. And yeah. uh, I was it the movie crypt. One of their first episodes, uh, Sid, uh, he Sid was, on, like, was on one the of the movie first five, films. I think. Yeah. And he just had so many stories. That guy is just yeah. just packed full of wisdom as far as the industry goes. Mm -hmm. He just knows so much about it. It's crazy. You, what, what everybody listening should do is turn our podcast off. Go listen to the movie <laughs> crypt podcast. There with you Sid go. Hague, and then come back here. I, I don't think he was in Caligula, by the way. I think that was a um, stupid I've thing never for seen, me to say. I've never seen Caligula, so um, I really don't know. I don't know that I ever have either, which I think is... I think it's kind of sinful, so isn't we're, it? So we're both talking out of our asses. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess uh, that's it for... That's that's it. <laughs> I don't know why I just turned into... So I, uh, I, guess, I guess that's it for... Uh... 
Yeah, the bear. corrections. The bears. I guess we can move on to the news then. <laughs> oh, Justin's ah, not here to do Jay. the news. We gotta do something, right? Um. Oh, jeez. In the news, the mighty news. You can't even snap I on beat. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. You're a musician and you can't even snap on the beat. I'm just a singer. News. <laughs> I'm not we're, a singer. We're just, we're just embarrassing ourselves now. I thought hey, it was. it's the news. Okay, guys. What do you got? <laughs> Justin, um, Justin's going to be so disappointed in us that we couldn't carry it for one episode. Yeah. Well, hey, man, that's that's his job, right? Uh, well, I'm going to start you off with a long list. How about that? Doesn't that sound fun? Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, 18 horror films eligible for the 89th Academy Awards. That's now, pretty... Is this is this impressive because there's usually no horror films? Yes. And now there's 18? We're going... Like, like, hor- we're going... like horror films, uh, like, monumentally get the freaking shaft in the Academy I know, Awards. I know, I know that. I know that. And there's no guarantee that any of these 18 are no, actually going to be That's considered. true. It's just the fact that they're eligible is... Pretty cool, like eighteen of them. All right, you know? so you you say it, you say the the title, okay, and then I will say if I think it will <clears> actually be in the running or not. Well, I I can tell you that I have only I I actually feel like a piece of shit admitting this because you've only seen one. I've seen two out of this <laughs> entire list. I have okay. a lot of movies to catch up on. I mean, I, I always I'm I'm the type of person where I I uh, unless I go see it at the movies, like sometimes. A couple years will go by before I see a, a film. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think you're kind. Of, well, are you no, are I'm you the same way? way. We don't. Neither of us make it to the theater a whole bunch anymore, simply because it's it costs it's, seven. Yeah, I mean, for all the movies we we want to go see, eight hundred dollars get very expensive to go <laughs> right. see them all. I still haven't seen Star Wars yet. Which oh, the, is crazy. Uh, Rogue One. You mean? I think right. I'm gonna take my mother on a date. Oh. To go see Star Wars. Oh, that's nice. Because my father won't take her. On Christmas? <laughs> Christmas Day? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and not to say that I'm not trying to make my dad sound terrible here. <laughs> he hates sci-fi, though. He hates sci-fi, so they're not going to go see it. Bob. So. Come on. All right. Well, hey, here's here's the list. All right, let's do it. The Boy, um, which I really wanted to see. That's, yeah, uh, that, will not, that will not make it into oh, consideration. Okay, this is what we're doing. Uh, yep. The Conjuring 2. Could. For what, though? Does it say what they're up for? No. Well, I, it probably did, but I... <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go that far into it, Mike. It's okay. a list of 18 movies. If list I of started, 18 movies. No, no, no. Because if we start getting into that, this could take an hour. That's fine. Don't do it. Okay, go. Um, don't Breathe. I think this one could actually be in contention. I, from what I've, this from movie what I've is heard about like that, the sound of that reviews. movie is supposedly superb. Well, they probably have to rely a lot on sound because, that's I mean... Exact, that's exactly what I'm you saying, know, You're yeah. dealing with uh, not, not only a blind character, but a good portion of the movie... Well, I can't say this for sure because I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I know at least a portion of the movie is in, in the dark. Yeah. Um, the Forest? That was the one with uh, Natalie Dormer? Yeah, I that movie had such mixed reviews honestly i doubt that would get into anything this movie is going to win the academy award for cutest crooked smile <laughs> uh, we uh, you know uh, what let's not get into it <laughs> natalie Dor- natalie dormer she is beautiful she uh is. go ghostbusters Ugh. is that up for a grammy or a razzie <laughs> <laughs> a, gra- a grammy where are you getting grammy from or, or i'm sorry there you go come Oscar. on come on now academy award or a razzie <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know this. Gross. This one just seems like um, it's, it's somebody's got their hands in someone else's pockets or something. Yeah. Grease and palms, whatever you, whatever shady terms you use to, like like when uh, you remember when that stupid salt movie, 
was up oh, for all those with Angelina Jolie. And people in the crowd were like, you could even see the people in the crowd. They're what? like, they're like, like they would even. It looked like Johnny Depp didn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know that this movie is shit. Yeah, someone <laughs> yeah. voted for it. Uh, somebody who was getting paid. That's why. Uh, Green Room, which <laughs> I've yet to see Green Room, but if I, it's as good as Blue Ruin. I think that Green Room will absolutely be in contention for something. Yeah. I've heard so much praise for that movie. Um, I Again, I, I've been meaning to see it, just haven't checked it out yet. Like I said, if it's as good as Blue Ruin, which was, uh, oh crap, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the directors. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say Patrick Stewart's in it. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the director's first Oh, First, I, he's got a uh, weird name. The I movie can... before this, uh, Blue Ruin. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah, yeah. That movie was fantastic. If Green Room's as good as that, then I could see that mm-hmm. winning. Uh, the Invitation, which I've heard a lot of good about. Yeah, I think it's too indie to, to make it enough. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Lights Out. Maybe. That's mainstream enough. Maybe. Um, The Love Witch. Never I don't even know it. what that is. Never heard of it. Uh, Morgan. Uh, Morgan was Morgan, Morgan is about uh it's it's kind of ambiguous in the in the trailer like she is it's Rose Leslie who I was talking about before the show okay uh I th- is it Rose Le- yeah Morgan. I think Rose Leslie yeah is well in it. regardless what's and, the movie uh, about though uh it, it's about a girl who like I, she's a girl or a creature of some kind who is in captivity but then she gets out causes a bunch of Shit. Is it AI? No. No? No. There was an AI movie that, that yeah, sounds... No. No, uh, it's yeah, no. No, she's some kind of creature. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is great. We're talking about a bunch of movies. <laughs> well, I told you. I te- well, I didn't expect for us to start. I was just well, going go to rattle off the names. And the, okay, here's the rest of them. Uh, the Neon Demon. No. The Other Side of the Door. No. Uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil. Yes. Uh, I think it will. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Hell no. The Purge election year. No. The Shallows. No. Are you? No, I loved it. It won't make it though. I think for there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough to it. To, to I think to for put visual effects, it. dude. Maybe for okay. Maybe for visual effects. Yeah. So, maybe for it, that's true. So screw off. All right. Maybe. Ten Cloverfield Lane. I uh, didn't see it. Can't say much about the it. The Witch. God, the Witch should win for best drama. In the Vavavitch. I don't think it'll be in there. I should win for best drama. The though, Witch should win for movie. best everything. I was reading a bunch of shit the other day about how people hate The Witch. What? And how it's boring, piece of trash. It's because they I didn't can't get understand it. Anytime, what people are saying. Anytime and, somebody look. says that a movie was boring, it's because they didn't get it. Mo- yeah. I'd say more often than not. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're um, not wrong. That's it for that list. All right. We moving on? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so we've been talking about the last couple of weeks here about uh, how the, uh, the Tales from the Crypt is getting a reboot on TNT with yeah. M. Night Shyamalan being the, the ringleader for it. Well, it's pretty much all but dead. In a major twist. What's a twist? <laughs> um, maybe this is the whole plan. Oh, maybe Dang. that's his twist. That's so meta. <laughs> Wait, is that's it? not right. Okay, but we knew how to use that word for about two weeks, and now we're done. We, at we least we thought we did. Anymore. At least we thought we did. Um, yeah, essentially, there's been a, a huge problem with the rights. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on with the rights and who owns what and yada yada yada, and it's been dead, I, I guess, for a few months now. Like it hasn't been officially been canceled, but people close to the project are basically saying it's it's gone. They it's are. They're continuing. They're continuing to say like. Hopefully, once we get this all sorted yeah, out, we look knows? forward to moving this forward in development. But that that's just the shit that they say to hold people at bay, you yeah, know. But who knows when that's going to be, right, you know. Right. Yeah. Could take forever. 
Um, well, uh, ha- I just want to throw out a quick happy birthday. Ooh, to who? December 20th, which was... How old is December 20th? December 20th. How old is December 20th? <laughs> uh, uh, 2000... 2016 yeah, years old? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what year it is. Shut up. Uh, two days ago was the 20th anniversary of Scream. Oh, shit, yeah. A beloved movie. Very beloved. By all. Well, not by all. I scream. But by us. You scream. Mm-hmm. We all scream. Yeah. For scream. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you got anything else in the news? Um, yeah. Uh, we finally, finally got the trailer for Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. Boom. Haven't watched it yet. So excited. <laughs> it's a teaser. There's not much to it. It's oh. a teaser. It's Ryan Gosling. It's like a little it's him talking and it shows him. And then at the very end, it shows... Um, uh, Harrison Ford with a gun, you know, pointed at him. Uh-huh. Uh, Decker's character, and uh, it, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Now, here's the thing, though, to go along with this trailer, I guess the the first official synopsis has been released, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially, it's like third. I, I think thirty years later, and uh, this new this new detective guy in Ryan Gosling is now looking for Harrison Ford's character, and it the whole movie's about that. What does that sound like to you? Um, oh, I don't know. The Force Awakens. Oh. <laughs> Wait. It's pretty much the same uh, story as The Force Awakens. Is it really? Yeah. Character disappears. Now there's a new person looking for him. And, like, because that person is, like, of legend, apparently. Uh-huh. It's kind of the same thing. Harrison Ford, you've been in two movies now that are basically just remakes. I can't, I can't, I can't say for sure. And I can't give you any like real examples, but I, I'm pretty sure that's like a pretty often used. Oh, I'm sure that it is, but uh, kind of. You're seeing it more you know though. I mean? You're seeing it more now, I think, than. Like I'll, I'll have to come up with some examples, but I'm pretty sure that that sort of thing has been used gonna hold, other than I'm gonna just hold you Star to this Wars. For next week's episode, <laughs> okay. I got to do some homework, I guess. Um, um, what else you got? Well, uh, one last thing is February 28th, 2017 is the Vestrom Blue release of The Gate, which oh, you just excited. talked about yes. a couple weeks ago. This so. will be the first one that I buy. I, I, I When these when the Vestron movies uh, were getting released on Blu-ray, uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to buy these from the get-go, and I want the whole line. And that was until I realized that they're like forty bucks a piece. Yeah, what's the deal? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, like these what, old Vestron so movies. special about them that that makes them forty bucks cult, a piece? They're just called classics. And the, the problem with charging forty bucks is that they're not. There's not forty dollars worth of movies or features in them. Quite frankly, right? There's just not. Scream Factory. Uh, like I, I bought Army of Darkness. Uh, the screen the the three disc Scream Factory Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. There's four four or five. I forget four or five cuts of the film on it. And hours upon hours upon hours of new documentaries, new features, new everything else, and it was thirty-five bucks. Really? With most of these Vestron releases, you're getting a new transfer of the film, maybe a new commentary, maybe some features, and that's it. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth it for the price, at least to me. And these movies, it's not like these movies are amazing movies. I mean, it's fucking chopping mall. Yeah. And like <laughs> Chud too. I was going to say Chud great the movies. Chud was like 45 bucks. Yeah, they're great movies if you like that kind of stuff, but yeah. they're not it's not $40 it's, worth of movie it, to me. It's it just seem, not. It seems like maybe they cuz they're putting out the movies that don't have a huge audience. So they're they're thinking the people who are going to buy these are the fanboy the collector types. Exactly. So yeah. they will pay this amount. Yeah. You're buying the name too because Vestron was one of those names. Right. Like like I'm a VHS collector. Uh-huh. I make no quorums about that. <laughs> um, but 
but by being a VHS collector, Vestron is one of those labels that I look for. If I see a Vestron tape, I'm I'm there. I'm gonna buy it no matter what it is, mm-hmm. as long as it fits into the you know horror sci-fi you know type of stuff that I collect. Right. Um, even if I've never heard of it, I'm still buying it because that name is synonymous with really good, at least quote unquote good movies from from that genre. You know right. what I'm saying? They're fun. They're, yeah. Uh, and so they, I think that's what they're doing. They're selling the name. And yeah. that's it. No, I, I think you're probably right about that. <clears throat> um, well, do you have anything else in the news? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you just... I, uh, before, before you got here today, I was cutting up the six-pack holder uh-huh. because, you know, I like ducks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> me too. And uh, I slipped and I sliced the tip of my finger open well, you with can't my be... brand new knife that uh, Justin gave us a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, you used that thing? Yes, it's on my bag. It felt like um, I, I, I feels like it's going to fall apart. Oh, God. You idiot. Yeah, Those things are sharp as hell. Uh, yeah, they're sharp as shit. Um, <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, well, I, I kind of... So we... Uh, I guess that's it for the news, huh? That's it for the... No, 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 That's it? That's all you get? Yeah, that's it. Oh, we miss you, Justin. Next week, everyone's going to be like, oh, God, Chase back. Thank, thank the lucky stars. <laughs> Well, uh, hey, I wanted to start. Um, I wanted to start our tofu today, which is Christmas movies. Sure is. With uh, with just looking back at a, a few films that were released around Christmas. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're getting the tofu already? You, what do we usually go to? Movies we've oh, watched. Oh, whoa! This guy, this guy. Nineteen episodes in. Maybe by twenty. I still, yeah. No, maybe by twenty, not. he'll he'll get it. I'll never get the format done. <laughs> There's one I really want to talk about too, which is why I'm. But you start, because I know you have one. No, you start because. By all, by all means, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, actually, one that I watched for last week's episode that I never got around to talking about, um, which uh, I enjoyed, is called Honeymoon. Oh yeah. Came out in 2014. Uh, it's now, a, do you still enjoy it, or was that just kind of like the honeymoon period with it? Yeah, it's just kind of you know. Uh, it was like <laughs> it was great at first, like it was really good at first, and then like. I started to just kind of become indifferent toward the middle, and then by the end, I was just ready to part ways with it. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, jeez. What the hell? What? I was talking to Siri that whole time, apparently. <laughs> um, we, so, are, we are a mess without yeah, Jay here yeah, today. Ju- Justin really holds this thing together. Um, so, this movie is about uh, young newlyweds, Paul and B, who travel to a remote lake count- country for their honeymoon. Uh, shortly after arriving, Paul finds B wandering and disoriented in the middle of the night. As she becomes more distant and her behavior increasingly peculiar, Paul begins to suspect something more sinister than sleepwalking took place Shit, in the woods. Sleepwalking movie? It's uh, there is a sleep. There's a sleepwalking scene. What? Like he wakes up in the middle of the night and she's gone, and mm-hmm. he goes out looking for her. I gotta say the acting. This was. So uh, it was starring uh, Rose Leslie. Okay. Rose Leslie. <laughs> Rose Leslie. She's she's a Scotsman, so I'll say she uh, she is from Game of Thrones. Okay. She's it, she it plays like Egret from Game of Thrones. Everybody is from Games of Thrones. Everybody. Ga- Games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. <laughs> Everyone in the world is from Games. Of, at least all the good actors, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Rose Leslie, who's from Scotland, and Harry Treadaway, who is I believe from England. And, uh, oh, jeez. You just looked up a picture, didn't you? I did. You? Yeah. I did. She is. She's a. Fine. She's a, fine. <laughs> she's a fiery redhead. Mm. And, uh, 
She had nice eyes, too. She's got beautiful eyes. Sorry, she's, just a, she's, a, she's a beautiful woman and a very excellent actress. Um, and uh, what I was going to say is this is this was a <laughs> this was a, a, a Scott and a and an Englishman showing that they can play Americans better than most Americans. Can. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, they were they were fantastic. Like his his. Well, were they were they in shape? Were they in shape? Because that's better than most Americans, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. They were very in shape. They got um, one up then. No, uh, like it was just very believable. Like their uh, their back and forth as a as a newlywed couple, the way they joked with each other and stuff was really really uh, believable. Yeah. And then like when stuff started to go awry, go awry, it it was all like it was all super genuine, at least to me, uh, because. The, he reacted exactly how I feel I would react. Like you want to be there. Did for, he run? <laughs> <laughs> he he wanted to be there for her and be supportive, but at the same time he was just scared out of his mind. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was like the this, very like, realistic approach to how right, like yeah. this very like he wanted. It was like he wanted to be close to her still, but it was a very apprehensive sort of close. You know, yeah. like he yeah. still wanted to be her newlywed husband, but at the same time he's like. You just got like this freaked out face the whole time. Yeah. It was it was all very uh, genuine and believable. It was cool. But, so what's so, the? So she she goes. She, he wakes. They're having a nice vacation. They have a weird encounter with somebody she used to know from the area, and then uh, like that night, um, he wakes up and she's gone, and he finds her and he he finds her in the middle of the woods and. For some reason, to me, the visual... I used to have a recurring nightmare of, of uh, uh, this visual of somebody standing with their back to me. Mm-hmm. And in my nightmare, it was my mom, which is weird. There's probably some sort of Freudian... Naked <laughs> in the woods. Just just standing stark <laughs> naked in the woods, asking me to make her an ice cream sundae. I don't know. <laughs> Judy! <laughs> no, uh, like, there's something very creepy to me about someone standing with their back to you. Like the yeah. like the final yeah. scene in Blair Witch Project, yes, where like she pans the yep. camera yep. and like Mike standing in the corner with just his, you know, it's even because, more creepy when they're standing in the corner too, though, right? Because like, you can't tell the intentions of the person. Like they're yep. standing there and they're in a vulnerable position because they have their back turned. Nobody to Nobody has ever said your back says a million things. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has ever said that. So so when he finally like he's running through the woods just losing his mind trying to find her and when he finally finds her she's like standing naked in the middle of the woods with her back turned and her head down mm-hmm. it's very spooky and then uh I mean you've heard about like never wake a a sleepwalker oh yeah cuz they all have the same reaction which is they flip out <laughs> yes so he wakes her and she and you know she flips out and then stuff starts to unravel like she starts to like forget certain details about her life and like um she just can't she can't remember stuff and like she's and just like simple things like making breakfast she keep making breakfast making coffee she keeps messing those things up and then it gets more sinister after that not to not to get off topic here mm-hmm. but do you have any crazy sleepwalking stories um yes i do too well i don't know it it, it, it might have been sleepwalking or it might have been a ghost because my my dad uh my dad claims that one night um one night he woke up and he saw me standing in the doorway oh, i'm getting chills just telling this story cause it <laughs> freaks me out he said that one night he woke up and I was standing in the doorway to their bedroom. And he asked me what, it, what I was doing. He's like, what's, what's going on, buddy? And 
just when I, I I was still I was like eight nine years mm -hmm. old something like that and I didn't say anything and then he asked me again what's going on man and and so I just walked past the foot and you've been in my yeah. parents house before you know like they have that the bathroom in their bedroom yeah, yeah yeah I guess I just didn't say anything and walked past their bed and into the bathroom and then turned the corner in the bathroom and walked behind that wall okay so he got out of the got out of bed my mom said, what are you doing? He turned around and said, Jimmy just walked into our bathroom. I have no idea what's going on. So he walked in, flipped the light on, and nobody was there. What? And then he walked back into my room. and I So was, were you a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> this are, is you, are you dead? The, 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 two, <laughs> the two theories are, well, the, the theory according to my dad, if you ask my dad, because he's, you know. Maybe he was dreaming he's, in all he's fairness. A, yeah, he's a realist. He's like, nah, I was just seeing things. I was, it was the middle of the night. I didn't have my glasses <clears> on. I was seeing things. It was, some, ask, it was some other ghost. It wasn't If Jimmy. you ask my mom, it was the ghost that lives in our house. And if you ask, um, well, I guess those are just the, the those are the two those theories. Are the two theories. <laughs> or, oh, oh, or the third one was when he turned around to tell my mom that I was in the bathroom, I slipped by him or something. Mm -hmm. But that seems like one of them would have seen me. If you ask me, it was that good old Budweiser talking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I think. Dad had a few Budweisers. <laughs> um, uh, what about you? What's mine, your freaky sleepwalking uh, story? My parents put me to bed one night, and uh, it's a quick story. But I, uh, I, the way that my house is set up is, you know, you have the kitchen that leads into the living room, and then you have a hallway, and then all the bedrooms are, are in that back hallway. And where's so the, I went uh, to bed. Where's the uh, S and M torture dungeon? Uh, that's actually, there's a, there's a little hole in my closet <laughs> that goes to the attic and that whole attic, just sprawling, just sex. Dungeon, that, that's like, where, just... that's where Bob and Barb spend most oh, no, of their no, time. Oh, no, 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 That was mine. That was oh, mine. okay. All I right. built that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you pull, you pull the dildo and the, the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> your, parent, your, your mom's like, what's this hanging from the ceiling? It's just a dick mom. Leave well, it alone. That's a, that's a lightsaber. <laughs> Um, you play Thord. <laughs> so anyway, continue with your story. When Justin's not here, this is a, like this is basically just us talking the so, way we normally so, do. So they put me to bed, and my room was at the far end. So if you look down the hall, you'd see my door, or whatever. Uh -huh. And uh, I, you know, I used to go to bed early, like nine o'clock, whatever, eight, nine, whatever it was. Yeah, I'm like you know some of our friends. It's their bedtime now. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian. Uh, anyway, he'll never yeah, listen to it. Yeah. Um, you're so a anyway, piece of they, shit, Brian. they put me to bed. My mom was doing some baking. It must have been around holiday time or something because she was cooking late at night doing yeah. some baking or whatever in the kitchen. And I, I apparently, as the story goes, I walked out of my room just sleepwalking out right past. I'm assuming my dad. He probably was sleeping because that's pretty much the Bob special. Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> sat on the couch. <laughs> so I, I walked out and I walked into the kitchen where my mom was cooking. And I just picked up a knife off of the counter and just held it there. And I just, like, was apparently staring at either her or what she was doing with just a, a knife in my hand. And I, I guess I scared the crap out Your of her. Your eyes were open or what? I guess they, I don't know. I don't know if they're open or not. But That's spooky, still, man. Still, I had a knife. I just picked up the knife and I just <laughs> held it standing there. And so my mom just very gently took the knife out of my hand and turned me around and walked me back to my room. <laughs> That's really spooky. Like, what would have happened if your mom hadn't have turned around, you know? I probably would have killed her. Yeah. Absolutely. I that's, mean, that's what it, it sounds like. That's the direction you were taking. I, it. <laughs> I, I, maybe the spirit of Krampus got to me if it was around Christmas time. I don't know. That's so spooky, man. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Well, uh, that that's it for um, honeymoon. <laughs> I can I can move on from there after those stories. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, so what did you watch? So last week or two weeks ago, one of the two, I uh, I started watching the From Dusk Till Dawn mm, sequels. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and I watched two before. Yeah. And now uh, this past week I have watched three. <laughs> and now, um, if you were if you were to guess, how would you think the third movie in this franchise fared? Well, it could. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, does the 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 short the short answer? Yes. Probably sucked, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not so much. Really? No. Better, better than, than two. the second. Better than two. Okay. Um, I, I if I had to, if I had to put it between one and two, it was closer to one than it was to two. Really? Yeah. Um, most the, of that has to do with the fact that the the ensemble was led by a one Michael Parks. Mm-hmm. Who is fantastic in everything he touches? You know, I gotta correct. He's so good. I gotta correct myself from like probably twelve episodes ago, mm-hmm. and then ten, and then eight. I think we've talked about him several times. I have a bad habit of calling him Michael Park. Oh no, Parks instead of Parks. Plural. There's two of them. So just correcting <laughs> myself universally right now, Michael um, Parks. So Michael Parks. Here's the weird <clears throat> thing. Though. You just said Michael Parks. No, I said Parks. <laughs> Here, shut up. Here's the weird thing, though. Uh, Michael Parks was in the original from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. He was a cop uh-huh. who gets killed in the very opening scene. Right. He's back in the third movie, which serves as a prequel to the entire series. So he's playing that same it, character? No. Oh. No. That's the weird part about it. They they cast him again as a completely different character. Uh, a character who existed in real life, by the way. Uh, what? Um, he played an author, and his name is escaping. I'm going to look it up uh, right now. Edgar Allan Poe. No, it is not Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. Charles Dickens. Uh, no, keep going. Keep guessing, James. Uh, we'll get there eventually. Dean Koontz. No. <laughs> yes, he played <laughs> Dean Koontz from the 1800s. What? what? Dean Koontz from the 1800s? Well, this movie took place in the 1800s. That's why I didn't get there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from like, Dust Till Dawn 3 was in the yeah, 1800s. Oh, yeah. so it was like a Wild West. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Wild, wild Mexican West, but yes. Well, it's still, um, I mean, like the Wild Southwest. Yeah, he played he played uh, a character named Ambrose uh, Bierce. Ambrose. Ambrose Bierce. I love that name, Ambrose. Um, he, uh, if, I, you... if I were going to have another son, I would I would try to convince my wife to name him Ambrose. Yeah, <laughs> I work at a place called Ambrose, and trust me, oh, that's right, it's you a hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, it's a church. <laughs> um, you know, he plays a character named Ambrose Bierce, who was a real life author who went missing. Really, he wrote a book and uh, called something and the Hangman's Daughter. I, I forget it was some, something something and the Hangman's Daughter. Uh-huh. And the movie is called From Dust Till Dawn Three: The Hangman's Daughter. Okay. So whoever wrote the book was obviously influenced by it. And uh, the story goes that Ambrose Bierce, uh, he just disappeared, randomly fell off. The, he published this book and then he fell off the face of the earth. No one knows what happened to him. Uh huh. So this is kind of like their their fictitious version of. Or, or non-fictitious version, I suppose, of what happened to him. Yeah. So, um, but it's good though. It takes place in the old west, or whatever the old old Mexican west. And uh, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, he he plays this dude who he's kind of traveling, and he's supposedly got this like secret treasure, and then someone wants to hold him up, and they rob the stagecoach, and yada yada yada. And they end up at the, the monk? precursor to the today to, to, was to it the, the was it the monk and the hangman's daughter? Yes, yeah. that was it. Um, thank God for the internet. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they end up at the precursor to what would become the Titty Twister. <laughs> what was it called? It wasn't called anything. Oh. It was a place that literally popped up out of the sand. Oh. Uh, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll get back to that in a minute. But okay. what this movie does is it's really cool. It's something completely different, being that it takes place in olden times, right? 
Yeah. Uh, but then it also mixes it with what you loved about the first movie, which was the Titty Twister bar and everything that happened there, though. Yeah. And so it's a good mix because the second half of the movie <clears> is all at the bar. Whereas in the second movie, they completely disregarded it and just put it somewhere else. And it's, the second movie was just okay, like yeah. I'd said. This third movie is, is great because it mixes good and old and, and, and it's everything that you want to see. Uh, Danny Trejo is in it again. Mm-hmm. He's the bartender, as as always. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the weird thing about it, though, is that you have Michael Parks, fantastic actor, main character for the first half of the movie. And then once it transitions to the bar... His character wanes down, and one of the other characters goes up. Is that and it's a bad kinda, thing? Well, it kind of switches the focus of what the movie's about. Yeah. Um, I wish that Michael Parks would have been the main, because he's obviously the best actor there. Uh-huh. He's incredible. Even in this mix of questionable acting, some good, some bad, whatever, he's a shining star throughout the entire thing. Uh-huh. So I wish that it would have stayed on him, because, you know, he's the interesting one to watch. Right. Um, that being said... The movie's really good. Um, I would actually recommend it. I would actually recommend it over the uh, over two. Honestly, you don't need to see two at all. Two is the the last one in the series, sort of. If you're yeah. looking at it in chronological order. Oh yeah. So honestly, three three's good. Really good, actually. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, check it out. Yeah. Uh, did, did you watch anything else that doesn't have to do with the... Uh... I did not. I watched a crap ton of Christmas movies. <laughs> I did too, because so, tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> Let's talk about some Christmas horror movies. So, uh, we watched an ass ton of, of Christmas horror movies in preparation for this. An ass full of a ton of Christmas horror movies. An ass full... And what? <laughs> An asshole full of a ton of Christmas <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. We, uh, well, um, we decided to kind of, uh, hopefully this show is going to go on for years and years and years and, 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 uh, continue, Decades. continue to be a burden in, in our, in our friends well, and James, family's lives. What do you want to talk about this Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't do it right now. Um, <laughs> So this this uh, this Christmas we decided to focus on movies, uh, Christmas movies, Christmas horror movies that we have never seen before. Yes, that we think that most people probably haven't seen. Now, granted, some of well, these are classics. Woo! Some of these are. What classics. do you mean, probably? There's no. a couple of them though that I think some people haven't seen. Well, people who listen to this show probably have have seen a lot of them. You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> when you say most people, you mean the general public. I, yes, yes. That's, that's well, kind of that where my, pro- my head's That at. probably applies to most of the movies we talk about in general. That's very true. So going back to Wait, what I was mean, saying before this dumbass jumped in. The, most of the general public haven't seen From Dusk Till Dawn 3? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so back to what I was saying before Mike so rudely interrupted me. Sorry. Uh, we're going to focus mostly on Christmas movies that we just saw for the first time this year. Yes. Um, and there were a pretty decent number of them. So, yeah, there were. Uh, let's start off with uh, one of our, let's just, right, right out of the gates, one of the ones that we found the most intriguing because Michael and I are both suckers for a good anthology. Mm, true. Uh, we watched A Christmas Horror Story. Which was the second Krampus movie to come out. They both came out the same year. If I'm not mistaken. 
Oh, uh, you mean like the movie Krampus? Yes, yes, yes. And a Christmas horror story, which we'll get to later. But yes, Krampus, the more popular of the Krampus movies that came out, I think last year. Right? Oh, dude, Was it last I, year? Dude, there there have been like there there have been like five Krampus movies come out in the last couple of years. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I haven't been privy to all of them. There's a, there's one. These called, are the like, main two though. These yeah. are the main two that I that I remember hearing about though when when they both came out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, a Christmas horror story, yes. which was, like I said, we both love a good anthology. We do, especially <clears throat> especially one narrated by the Shat himself. <laughs> by the Shat, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he would love to be known as the Shat. Bill Shatner, <laughs> William William Shatner, Dangerous Dan. He, uh, William Shatner was, uh, the highlight of this movie as far as I'm concerned. I completely agree. Because, um, he was fantastic. He basically just sat, in, he sat in a sound booth and got drunk on nog. Oh, nog and whiskey. Not nog and lots of whiskey. <laughs> I had some eggnog last night. Did you? Yeah, it was delicious. I saw that. You yeah. snapchatted it. I did. I snapped it. Whatever. 21st century James. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, no, it, so, uh, no it, it was it was really cool. And it reminded me, it's kind of weird because um, this being a, uh, a holiday-themed anthology and the fact that they had a, a DJ narrating it, the whole thing, it, it, seem it very really, really was like similar trick or to... Treat. Right. It very much so. In fact, actually, I think you asked me, did Mike, did Mike Doherty... Yeah, like it. yeah, like and when I, said, I, no, I went, but it I, really is a good. It's a Christmas counterpart to Mike Doherty's Halloween. It really is because it, it 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 kind of follows the same formula where you're seeing four stories all interwoven, like at I, the at the same time. Like it's not it's not like um like a Tales from the Dark Side where you see a story and then yeah, a story and then yeah. a story. It's like you jump back and forth to four different stories. That's how Trick or Treat went, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it wasn't like it, yeah, it it wasn't just one story, one story, one story. It was all interwoven yeah. and you kind you of know, you'd, you'd see a bits and pieces from correct, each one at yeah. different times. Um it was I, cool though. Uh so part it, of me wonders, part of me wonders if if the creator of it cuz there's a bunch of different directors for Christmas horror story. There was like I, I think well, three of them. Well, it was uh, it was three. It was Grant Harvey, Steve Hoban, Stephen Hoban and Brett Sullivan, which uh these are the three guys who are behind the Ginger Snaps series. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Grant Harvey is the director of the Ginger Snaps, Ginger Snaps movies, Stephen Hoban is the producer, oh, and okay. Brett Sullivan is the well, editor. I wonder. I just wonder if if they saw Trick or Treat and realized that's a really good format for how for a good holiday movie, and they took that blueprint just and they kinda, just followed just it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's um, not uh, maybe not. I'm not. not I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and say that they that they ripped it off. That being said. You know, I it, it's so strikingly similar. It's hard not to think it. It really you know? is because uh, like uh, who is it? Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau was the uh, the DJ. In... She's, I haven't seen Trick or Treat in a long time, but it's basically the same, right? Like yeah. they would just cut back to her. Did uh, they? Did you now, actually every see every now her? and then? Yeah. Did you actually uh, see her? Or did you, you just hear her voice? Her, you saw like a cut from like the nose down, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, no, like like the the two are so they're so similar. It's difficult to try and differentiate them. Like you'd think they'd be from the same director, which is exactly what we That's thought. That's why I asked about it. Yeah. Another movie that really strikes not to get off topic here, but another movie that really strikes me as very being very similar with the whole radio DJ is uh, a movie called The Warriors. Have you ever seen The Warriors? 
like the movie from the 80s? Yes. Yeah. No, the 70s. Oh, is that from I the 70s? I think it's from the 70s, yeah. Yeah, uh, with, uh, oh, it's with, amazing. Uh, with James Remar? Yes. Absolutely. It's amazing. But that when I watched Trick or Treat and this movie, though, they both reminded me of that because there's a DJ that is narrating the whole thing and talking to the main characters as they're going through, you know, getting back to Coney Island and yada yada. Yeah. And all those movies with that DJ, even in the fog, they all remind me of the Warriors. Uh-huh. Like I'm sure there were things before. I'm not saying that was the first one to do right. it, but that's what it always harkens back to me. Like every single time. I really love. Well, uh, <clears throat> before before I get into what I'm about to say, yeah. I'm just going to give pe- people a brief synopsis of what this movie's about. Um, so you have four different stories. It's high school students who are investigating a mysterious homicide that occurred uh, the prior holiday season. Um, uh, so they're in like this creepy old school where two kids were murdered. Uh, a couple who notices their young son is acting strangely after a snowy forest trip to cut down a traditional tree, and one family... That one was creepy. That one was creepy. Oh. <laughs> that little kid yeah. was fantastic. Like he that, was. He was scary really face good. that he made? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, really good. Um, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was the little kid from Parenthood. Yes, I watched Parenthood. That's I think fine. that's a little kid from Parenthood. I'll you're, have to look it up. You're a parent in the hood, I guess. <laughs> the hoods of <laughs> Fraser, and uh, and one family uh, who are stalked through a winter wonderland by Krampus. Krampus, Krampus. himself, the Christmas demon. Now, let's meanwhile, say that for last. meanwhile at the North Pole, Santa is fending off zombie elves, mm. and then it's all being narrated narrated by Bill Shatner as zombie, dangerous Dan. The zombie uh, elves <laughs> they looked sort of like the orcs. They did. From Lord yeah. of the Rings. Uh-huh. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. Like, not the really gnarly orcs. The one but that the talks. Gr- the ones that talked, though. Right. Like yeah. The, the, we're making them as fast as we can. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm talking about. There's a brilliant orc impression, right? by right? the way. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, we'll no, I- get the hobbits. <laughs> Knock it off. That was done, okay? <laughs> no, uh, what I was going to say, though, is um, there's something, like, uh, like I watched uh, Pontypool last week. Yeah. And, and and then and then this week with uh, Shatner as Dangerous Dan, there's something very scary about uh, like I love I love these scenes where it's uh, just a guy in a booth and he's receiving like disturbing information yeah. over the phones or something mm-hmm. and you can't see what's going on but well, you just it's see very limited, you just see why. his reaction that's a, like this is where you really see if an actor's got the stuff because you see their reaction. And and they're and they're like, like the way Shatner was, you know, he's like pouring himself another whiskey, and he's saying like, like I need more whiskey. <laughs> but he's saying like he's saying like there's there's no like you can he's he, at this point he's very somber and he's just talking about like uh, hostages at the mall and he's mm-hmm. like he's like uh, there's no word as of yet how many hostages there are but uh, but just stay home for the love of God stay oh, home. Come on, you know? say, like, say it in your best Shatner. <laughs> Come on. But for the love of God, stay home. <laughs> that was like walking. That was like Chris Crowe. I was going to say, I felt, I felt more walking-esque at the end there. I um, don't know what's going on, but for the love I'm not of gonna, God, I'm stay not, home. I'm not going to say, sh- that was good. That was I know. pretty good. Yeah. That's why I was doing it, and you talked over me, you um, dick. <laughs> I'm not going to say Shatner was as good as uh, Stephen McCaddy in Pontypool. Okay. But he was still good. I liked it. Um, did you have any like favorite parts of this movie? Oh well, the elves. That's what I'm saying. The elves really stuck out to me in that mm-hmm. movie. I I loved it. The fact of, and for some reason, the idea of Santa Claus, um, 
the idea of Santa Claus fighting fighting the elves uh-huh. reminds me of uh, <laughs> of all things the uh, the Weird Al song, uh, the night when Santa went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, absolutely. Oh, it, do I know what you're talking it, it about? Of course, reminds you're, me. If you've, you're you've talking never heard about the song, look it up. It's, there's a, these are two of the two of the biggest closet a, Weird Al fans. It's a play on <laughs> it's a play on Ozzy Osbourne's "Mom, I'm Coming Home," uh-huh. and it's all about Santa just destroying his. Wait, is it really? It's it's not a direct uh, parody. It's based off of it, though. Where, what's what's your source for that? Listen to it. <laughs> it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, listen got, to it. He does, I he does I heard stuff. it in years. He did, a, he did a version of not to get off topic here, but he did a version of Nine Inch Nails is closer as well. Yeah. But it wasn't a closer parody. It's probably he couldn't get the rights to it, so he made something very similar. Mm-hmm. Is that's what that's kind of I think what it was. It, it's just like a, in the style of kind of thing. That's weird. Like who turns down Weird Al? Because a lot of artists say like that's when you know you've made it. When yeah, when Weird well. Al comes to you and says, "Can I make a parody of your song?" You're like. You're, oh, okay. Uh, um, but yeah, anyway, let's get back to yeah, Christmas sorry. Horror Story. <laughs> so Weird Al was in... No, uh, I wish Weird Al was in a horror movie. It would be amazing <laughs> for the record. Uh, Christmas Horror Story. Yeah, I loved the Santas, the Santa one. That was my favorite. That was hands down my favorite aspect of it. I and loved- the Santa Claus, the guy that played Santa, was a brilliant mix of sympathy Santa and badass Santa. Yeah. Like he really was, you yeah. Know? Like he's he's a really nice guy who can fucking hold his own, right? You know. <laughs> I loved, I loved, loved, loved because I, I this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I noticed in the beginning when uh, when Dangerous Dan Bill Shatner was talking to Norman, uh, and 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 uh, and he's like, hey, Nor- Norman's the weather guy, and he's like, hey, Norman, this you is know, like, like, this eighty-five-year-old crotchety old man who does not want to go out in the field at all. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he he's got to go out and like, and and dangerous. Dan's talking to him about Christmas, and Norman just gets up and holds up a notepad that says "fuck Christmas." <laughs> and then I and I was and and then I realized immediately that it was the same actor playing Norman and Santa Claus. Yeah, and I was like. I was like, "That's interesting." You put, Why you did put they... two and two together? Well, you don't though. You don't at first. Okay. And then oh, I man. never did. I did Dude, not the... to give away anything to the ending. Not going to give it away. But we are not going to give away the ending. Uh, but there is a really awesome twist at the end. Yeah. I that that twist, like, made the whole movie for me. Yeah. The whole movie was a pretty fun watch. No, um, but I could believe that. But that twist at the end, I was like, "Oh man." I got like, cause the whole, I mean, the whole movie's like, you know, just sort of fun, like ridiculous, and then you get to that, the end, and it's like, wow, this got dark. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, and I, I really I, liked I, it. I liked it a lot, though. The um, Krampus at, at, at the end of the movie was a little bit wonky to me. I didn't like it as much as I liked the Krampus from um, Krampus. 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 <laughs> um, it was, it was, it was still a bit too. I don't know. I don't know how. I, I want to say it was a little bit too monstrous for me, but the the the, the Krampus and Krampus was monstrous too. Cartoony, like a little yeah, bit too like cartoony. Yeah, like you saw his face too much. You know what I'm saying? It was more of a creature than it was a. Well, I mean, Krampus is a demon. You yeah. Know? No, I know. It's a, I mean, I, like look like look at our bottle of beer. Like that's not that's not super far off. From... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know what I mean. It's it's tough to get into words though. Like the Krampus in in in, in Christmas Horror Story. Uh, you saw his face looked like your 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 typical demon creature type looking yeah. thing, whereas the Krampus in Krampus was way more like 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 mythological. It was very hidden. It was very 
uh, shrouded in mystery. Does that make sense? Yes, and I actually, um, I actually really liked what they we're talking about Krampus now. Yeah, I think let's I, get into Krampus. Uh, so I, I actually really liked what they did with um, with with Krampus. Yeah, uh, because they they hid his face behind. Uh, yeah. a, a mask made of skin, basically. Yeah, it was great. And the, the mask looked like almost like a Santa face. Sort of, yeah. Well, it was Some like an, it was like an old weird, man, yeah. like an old bearded man, but you could see the eyes, and every once in a while you could see the real teeth and the real mouth of Krampus behind that like fake uh, mouth that was just agape all the time. Because yeah. that that's what was kind of like freaky and un, unnerving about him was that his mouth was just constantly open. Yeah. But it's because it was just this sagging, like, flesh face. That was... The Krampus, sorry, sorry. The Krampus from, from Christmas Horror Story totally looks like the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth. I'm putting that out there. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. No, it does. Yeah, it kind of does. Just more beastly. Yeah. Yeah. More Krampusy. Krampusy. <laughs> um, Sorry, back to Krampus. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like that about it. I, I like the fact that, because I, I think that's actually more in line with actual um, Krampus mythology. mythology. Yeah. Is that he wore a mask to kind of. And, and he had this big cloak on, he had the hooves for the feet. Like, but and not, it, not, not just could, like, not just like fawn legs with hooves. I go back to that. Like, but like massive. big honking. Yeah. Like it was, he was just a huge just monster. Better. And he was like, like you could tell. Like, like, like he, early he, Jim he, Henson Muppet kind of yeah, character. Yeah, 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 you know for what I'm sure. Saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like like uh, Dark Crystal kind of characters. Right, yeah. That's exactly what it reminds me of, And actually. he was, I mean, like, he was hunched over. Mm-hmm. That's and he, and a he was, big part of And it, yeah. he was still massive. Like, if he would have been standing up tall, he would have been, like, 30 feet tall. But yes. he was still huge, even though he was kind of, like, hum- hunched over. Um, this movie was cool. It was uh, directed by Mike Doherty, who we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He is the director of... Trick or treat. This guy just does fantasy so well. Fantasy and mythology. Like, I want to see him. I want to see. I'm laying down right now. I want to see Mike Doherty, if you're listening. You're which, not. Which you most likely <laughs> are. Uh, I want to hear. Or I want to see you. You're the only person that I would trust to tackle remaking any of those early, um, like, Sinbad movies or. Uh, the the Ray Harryhausen movies. <laughs> what you mean, like Houseguest? <laughs> That's the Sinbad you're talking no, about. No, like right? Sinbad and the seventh the seventh voyage the seventh voyage of Sinbad, like or any of those early Ray Harryhausen movies. Yeah, yeah. I would trust Mike Doherty to remake those because he has that mythological yeah kid but yet kid friendly sort it's of kind of whimsical but whimsical, like also like, very frightening I, oh, at the same time to Absolutely, see. that would man. be amazing to see him yeah, do I it see where i think he'd be that. really really in in in, in line to do it you know what i'm saying yeah like, for sure i would i would absolutely love that um, um so uh so krampus if you haven't seen it it came out in 2015 yes starring uh, adam scott it's starring it's kind of it's brilliantly by adam scott too he plays the great character in yeah it. he was great i mean like uh adam scott plays he's uh, like i don't want to when i say this he's gonna sound like he's a, a one-trick pony but he really plays kind of the same character just with different attributes like he's always kind of like just the timid sort of awkward yeah 
guy. Well, it's like in, in except any movie, for in Step Brothers, where any, he was supposed to be like the alpha male. But uh. <laughs> you know how you know how in 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 a lot of movies you have the same character, where it's like you have that douche bro in horror movies, you have that douche bro in yeah. comedies, you have that douche bro in dramas. Like he plays the good douche bro, but <laughs> but. But in every movie he's in, it's it's retrofitted to the genre, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's really good at playing that character to play to the strengths of whatever genre the movie's in. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So he is very much the same. You're not wrong, but he does it differently enough. To me, he just plays uh, Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec in every movie, except for <laughs> with, like what I, like I said, with <laughs> different different attributes. Yeah. So it's Adam Scott, uh, Tony Collette, Conchata Farrell, or Farrell, who is... What's funny is you see her in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows her name because I didn't know her Which name was, was she? Conchata. She was, the... she was Aunt Dorothy, the the big lady oh, who yeah. wanted to, oh, yes, who wanted to yes, know where the yes. nog was. She's in everything. She's a good character, character, character actor. Character, yeah. Perfect example. You don't know her name, but you know her face in everything. Yes, absolutely. Um, was she on Everybody Loves Raymond? Um, everybody Loves her. No. She was on a sitcom. I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe this will be corrections for next week. She, she was, was on she was on, sitcom, she was on Two and a Half Men. That's it. Yeah, she yep, was the uh, like the housekeeper on Two yep. and a Half Men. Yep, yep. She's and, great. Uh, yeah, it, she was in Mr. Deeds, Mystic Pizza, uh, David Kochner. God, I love pizza. <laughs> I love Mystic Pizza. <laughs> I don't even care about if it's Mystic. I just want some pepperoni. Uh, <laughs> D- David Kochner, who is is I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, he's he's another one who I feel like he always just plays the exact same character, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. Yeah, every time he was uh, he was Howard, like the uh, uh, the brother-in-law to Adam Scott. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he always play like whether he's wait, being what, wait. What was his name? Uh, David Kochner. That's his name. Or Co- s- or Kochner. Or... I see him in. Every he yeah, was an, yeah, he was he an was, anchorman. He's an anchorman. He was champ kind. He was, he was in waiting. He was uh, yeah, waiting. He was oh, in yeah. the office. He always he's, plays yeah. the exact same character, but he just for some reason I didn't know that was his name. I don't know why. He's just got a like. He's got really awesome comedic timing, and and he's he great, actually yeah. and he actually like can pretty effectively come across as sincere too. He can. Yeah, you he's know? a good actor. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. a really yeah, good. Yeah, he's actor. really good, and he's funny. He's hilarious. He's yeah. just got one of those faces too, where it's like just he. He can fit all kinds of roles. Yeah. So yeah, he's great. Um, but uh, uh, um, crap. I was gonna well, say I was gonna say something about this. Oh, did I ever give a synopsis to this movie? I never I really. I, I don't I, think I you kept did. meaning to, and then you kept interrupt uh, inter- interrupt. Go me. for it, synopsis man. Synopsis time. <laughs> We're going to have to do a drop. A synopsis drop. Uh, When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max is disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Little does he know the lack of festive spirit has unleashed the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as his beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege... To the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for each other if they hope to survive. He said laying seed. I was like, oh God, <laughs> this movie, this is not the movie I watch. Laying seed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Glaze those Christmas cookies. Back the halls with balls of Krampus. It's, uh, it's uh, Krampus featuring Nick Manning. Laying seed all over the Christmas Starring cookies. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. So. Uh, uh, shit. Um, um. What I what I really liked about this movie though is um, 
honestly kind of the family aspect because there's there's a there's a a, a representation in this movie of every family member you hate yeah. and every family member that you love absolutely and it's very it's it's accessible actually to most people because let's be honest when when your whole family gets together there's those people you're like oh it's good to see you and there's those people you're like oh it'd be I, Hate you. It'd be great if you were not here right now. <laughs> yeah, like, um, and it's a it's a perfect example of that, though. You know, it really which, is. Which don't get us wrong. We love our families, but sometimes uh, there's some family members that you just want to love from a distance. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. With, no, I love you all, everybody. I love you all. Um, I, I thought that the uh, the the kid, the little kid, uh, Max, who was played by MJ Anthony, I thought he was really good. Yeah, like super he just—he he was you, really sympathetic. He ma- super yeah, he sympathetic. Ma- like I, I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, and he's got that little face where it's just like, oh man, I just want to give you a hug, you know? Because um, it yeah. makes you feel so bad for. Him. He, I thought he did a great job. He turned out to be kind of a badass too. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. Little... Uh, one more thing that I wanted to bring up about this movie is uh, we were kind of confused about. It. There was a a line in the movie where the the mom says. Uh, the neighbors, like certain neighbors, don't talk to them ever since the noodle incident. Yes, I I read up on this. I think it's pretty funny. It's uh, <laughs> it, it it turns out the noodle incident. It, it may be. I'm pretty sure this is what what it was implying. But it's a Calvin and Hobbes reference. Yeah. Because Calvin and Hobbes, it's one the of those things that they say often the reference the noodle incident without ever actually explaining, explaining what yep. it means. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Just yeah. like a, a cool little Easter egg. Um, who doesn't love Calvin and Hobbes? Absolutely. I mean, oh, damn it, there was something else that I wanted to say about this movie, but I can't think of it. Oh, wow. oh, I, I, it was actually just, uh, it was something that I was going to put in the news, but I decided to wait until we were talking about Krampus. Um, uh, uh, Mike Doherty, yes. Michael Doherty, he released some original, uh, original sketches and drawings for the what became the the concept art for characters in this, this movie is, this is from like christmas cards and stuff wasn't it yeah he like i mean there was like a there was an original sketch of the actual krampus character which i don't think he put on a christmas card but like when you see the snowman the snowman in the movie yeah and the uh the the gingerbread men which was a great part like the there was just like such a cool fun part when all the when all the uh like like the gingerbread men and the jack in the box and stuff were attacking uh these all came from christmas cards that mike doherty had hand drawn and sent out to his loved ones like years ago yeah and then he ended up like finding these christmas cards and being like oh i could use these in the movie and then he ended up actually like making characters out of them which is these cool christmas cards are creepy as hell i can use these <laughs> did you have a part in this movie uh that you really loved like did you have any um, favorite part i think the first time that you see krampus when he's running across the rooftops yeah that's cool i, I don't know why i really like that those i thought it was cool because you're used to seeing santa on the rooftops and this and that um but then, I don't know, I, I just thought it was great. The gingerbread man was awesome as well. That was cool. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know there were going to be other creatures in the movie. Oh, really? Did not expect it at all. Oh, yeah. cool. I forgot. Because you, you had never, you I, didn't really watch any trailers for no, this. No, well, I, mean, I had when it first came out, but we watched it a year later. So oh, yeah. I just, I didn't retain it. I didn't remember that. And so uh, seeing all these different creatures that, that show up in the in the last third of the movie or, or so, or the second half or 
second, yeah, third, yeah, in yeah. a row. <laughs> the second, after third. the after, you know, Your fractions are all messed after up. After the first part, um, um, no, it's just cool. I forgot about those, so seeing all those creatures was actually really cool. I actually really I liked, liked the. Uh, I mean, like the gingerbread men were CG. Yeah, I love the fact that they use like animatronics and stuff in this movie too. Yeah. Like the creepy ass angel in the in the attic, the yep. the teddy yep. bear, the robot. Oh, the angel was oh, you talking about the big Jack in the Box looking thing? No, I'm talking about the angel. The Jack in the Box. The Jack in the Box was, was creepy. Fucking <laughs> creepy as hell. Yeah, that was it was creepy. like it was it was half slug, half Jack in the Box, all pure nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and its jaw opened up from the middle, mm-hmm. sort of like like a snake's jaws does. Oh, yeah, so and creepy. swallowed a kid whole. Oh, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, no, I, I I thought this was a really fun movie. I thought it, it was, was cool. fun too. That's yeah. the keyword. Yeah. It was it was great for the holidays. It was like perfect. I I want to show my family this. They might disown me, but I want to show my family this. <laughs> You know, a, so thing that, a thing that you talked about that you brought up before the show, and I didn't actually even think about this, was, uh, this is ca- kind of a big spoiler, I'm sorry, but uh, f- fast forward, like, wait, 40 wait, seconds. Wait for it? What? what? All right, go. Oh, gosh. I'm giving, um, I'm giving people time to fast forward, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, so... You mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, like at the end of the movie, it it zooms out and you see just like this collection of snow globes that yes. the Krampus yes. has. One thing that I didn't even think about in the movie, like after we saw the the snow globes, is uh, the fact that uh, like when the storm came on, yep. when the, when the daughter's like walking down the street to her boyfriend's house, it's literally like the snow globe got shaken up. Because all of a sudden, oh, shit, all of a sudden, right. it just went dark. The 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 snow started. Yeah, you're right. Because you're right. because the storm. I never be- noticed that. The storm before she left and the storm after she left was was very different. Because it was just like a normal blizzard when she left, but then once she left, it it literally was like somebody turned the snow globe upside down because it went completely dark and the snow really started to like swirl around and stuff. I just remembered another one of my favorite parts about the movie. What is the snowmen? That would randomly start appearing outside of the house. That and was creepy all as hell. Super creepy. And that was one and, of the concept drawings. Yeah, that, that yeah, that uh, every time they look out, there's more of them getting closer to uh-huh. the house. Oh, so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's so really creepy. cool. Um, another thing that I had learned after we watched the movie is that if you look closely uh, at the very end, where they're showing all the different snow globes, uh-huh. one of the snow globes has the house from Psycho in it. Really? Yeah. Really. Which maybe pieces them together. Pieces Krampus and Psycho together? How would that work out? I don't, I'm not sure that it's necessarily supposed to bridge the gap. I or think it's just kind of an Easter egg. Just kind of like paying. Hey, paying here's somebody to... else in something bad. Uh, maybe maybe they're paying for it from Krampus. Like <laughs> I don't know. That was cool though. Oh, that's interesting. The ending of that also reminded me a lot of the ending to Men in Black. When oh, the aliens the, playing the, the galaxy marbles, all the, ma- yeah. all the galaxies are in separate little yeah, marbles. Absolutely. It reminds me a lot of that. You know. Which, which uh, some um, some people listening, if they're young enough, they might not even know what the the hell that reference is. Well, watch Men in Black and we're, just love the hell out of Will Smith. We're okay, getting, we're getting old, Michael. <laughs> so a movie that I watched, which was uh, this, could be considered movies that make Mike a douche for not seeing, but. I don't think so because it's still cult enough to where most people probably haven't seen it. Let's be fair. You're just a douche. Yeah, it's true. Overall. Um, I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm, okay. Have you seen this? Long time ago. I, uh, and I've it, never seen the remake. It's one of those movies that horror fans go nuts over. And I've just never seen it. Your, your, your mainstream movie people probably 
if unless you remember it when it came out and all the controversy, you probably have never heard of it. You uh-huh. probably don't even know what it is. Whatever. Um, it's great though. It's great though. It's a uh, it's a it's a killer Santa movie. It's like the original killer Santa movie. Uh, not, not original, but like the one that 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 put wait, the controversy on the map. Uh, you know what? That's a really good question. Come on, man. You got to put these next I to the know, titles. I know. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, if I remember correctly, I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, doesn't doesn't he, like, as a child... 84. 84? 1984. Okay. Uh, so, as a child, doesn't he see something that kind of his messes parents, him up? His parents get killed by a killer Santa, and it fucks him up, and then he goes to an, uh, uh, an orphanage run by it's just, is the it, church. Isn't he like a mall Santa? Or something? No, no. He goes to an orphanage run by the church. No, no, no. Uh, the, the guy who kills the parents. It's just like a he's regular. Just, he's dressed up like a mall, mall Santa. Santa right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so then he, uh, so his whole family gets killed. He goes to an orphanage for the third time, run by a church, and uh, Mother Superior is a giant bitch and uh, tries to force the fear out of him, which makes it even worse. And then you fast forward. Until he's an adult. How do you force the fear out of someone? By trying to force, like, like somebody who's afraid of heights, you force them into a hot air balloon. I'm, I'm like, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna force the fear out of you by forcing something else into you. Uh, <laughs> Mother Superior's fist. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I was. Yeah, yeah don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. What else? Um, yeah, don't touch that. You're yeah, right. No. Um, no, so years later, though, fast forward, and he's an adult. He gets a job at a uh, toy store. And then he uh, goes, I'll, I'll do whatever you want, because he's trying to be you know, the good guy coming out of this in the Team block. player, yeah. Well, what they need him to be is the Santa Claus. Mm. And then it's, he, Claus. he snaps, goes on a murder spree, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is. I understand why people love this movie so much. Now, it's, it's, it's shitty. It's gross. It's low budget it's and you, i think at the time it cost like a million a little over a mil which c- compared to nowadays is a lot of money but back in the day that was low budget um but it's just, I, I understand why people love it though you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. one of those cult movies that it just kind of works and you love it for how outrageous it is and at the time when it was released you know it was it was the center of a, a shitstorm of controversy it was yeah. pulled from theaters even the actor who played uh, uh billy i think his name was uh the main the main guy right is I think his name Bi- billy billy billy's from black billy. christmas no i'm pre- was it not billy i don't know what was his name uh i don't know this is billy yeah billy oh his was name it was billy, billy. yeah yeah oh. Something, you something, up, right? something about <laughs> something about Billy's going crazy on Christmas then. Oh Billy. Ho ho ho. Oh Billy. <laughs> um no, but like uh, uh even even his uh, the actor that played him though was like when the movie came out he didn't realize how bad it was going to be and he uh-huh. was like embarrassed of it. Like Really? There's a there's a really good interview on uh, a podcast called Shockwaves. That's run by the Blumhouse guys, mm-hmm. and they just interviewed uh, Billy, the guy that the, the actor that played Billy. His name's uh, Robert Wilson, and then the guy that played the killer in Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. They had them together on the same podcast, just talking about their experiences. Uh huh. Really good podcast, so go listen to it. Um, Did you say Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. Yeah, there's like five of them. Is that the one with the? Uh... It was more of a comedic take on it, though. Is I know that. that. The, I never, that, I've not seen it. Is so. that the one with the? Uh... Garbage day. <laughs> Do you remember that part? I don't. I've never seen it, so I. Don't. You have to have seen that scene, though. Maybe I don't. Oh, 
I'm new. I to know the whole, you've seen I'm it. New to the whole Silent Night Deadly Night movies, so no. Damn it, Mike. <laughs> um, one thing that kills me about this though is uh, this movie was known for its graphic violence, its graphic. Uh, sexuality and and everything else, you know, it was, it was one of those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the re-release that I own, put out by Anchor Bay, you know, it's like uh, gratuitous sexual such and such, blah blah. blah. Like they really, they on all over the packaging, they put forth the fact that there's tons of nudians and it's and it's great and this and that and all the nudity you want in these movies, right? Uh-huh. And then when you watch it. You realize, like, you should not be promoting the sexuality of a movie when fifty to sixty percent of it comes from rape scenes. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's weird to me. It's yeah. a little bit weird to me. Okay, the first thing that I saw, because like, all oh, the gratuitous nudity you want, and this and that. The <laughs> very first time that you see it, though, it's a it's a mom getting her top ripped off by a killer Santa, essentially being assaulted in the middle yeah. of the road. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Back in the eighties, there was a different code of ethics, maybe. And well, I mean, yeah. If you think back, you think back to like exploitation films and stuff like that. It was all, but don't, it, it was all a lot of violence toward women. But like, yeah, that's, I mean, there's some they, stuff. They there's some stuff that, that is, is an appealing thing, you know. And there's there's a couple of some scenes that are that are rooted in just people having sex and then they get killed. Don't get me wrong, but like there's but then there's like that the ch- one, like the chick who gets hung up on the deer antlers. Well, that's the thing. That scene starts off as kind of a rape scene. Does it really? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like, I haven't seen it in it's, years. It's like, but... it's like, come on. Like, don't don't glorify this gratuitous sexuality as a good thing when it's coming from rape scenes. You well, know what I'm saying? I, I love tits as much as the next guy <laughs> and glorify it all you want. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love bibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already said that. Yeah, I'm just my no, my point uh, is though, is like don't glorify it though if it's coming from a bad place. Like like you know I said, saying? not to not to not to defend that or anything, but those were truly different times. Like people didn't make such an issue out of it back then. It's like then. it's like putting on the back of the box though. It's like killer santas uh, uh, gory kills and all the rape you want. Come, like, and, get, come and get the rape while it's hot. Yeah, it's, it's just like just stop. Yeah, no, I, come I, on. I, I get what you're saying. Show some class, Anchor uh, Bay. Here's, you know? a, here's a fun little tidbit that I actually learned from the Beyond the Veil horror podcast. Those guys. Those fucking guys. Fucking guys. <laughs> no. Uh, they, uh, uh, they um, I learned that um, when Silent Night, Deadly Night came out it came out november 9th 1984 yeah the same day as um nightmare on elm street it did yeah and it, it actually it, it yeah, actually it the first yeah. nightmare on not, elm street not the second week though nightmare took it over like crazy the second week well there's a reason for that oh because oh, it got silent pulled. night deadly night got pulled after the first yep. week so i'd actually really be curious to see how how that would have played out you know yeah no absolutely it's, um, it's pretty crazy to think that if they would have both stayed in, in theaters, that Silent Night, Deadly Night could have ultimately outgrossed A Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to see Freddy Krueger versus Santa. <laughs> That's what I want to see. It'll happen someday. <laughs> so after I watched uh, uh, this flick, I watched the 2012 remake, Silent Night. Silent Night, which, Direct- I, which I have never seen, but I've wanted to Directed for a long by time. Stephen C. Miller, who uh, I'm quickly becoming a big fan of. He did this incredible movie called The Aggression Scale. Which oh, you is told a, me about that. Yeah, which is about uh, a, a son and a daughter who are fending for their for themselves when an intruder breaks into their home. Mm-hmm. But the kid is a sen- he's 
straight fucked in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he just loves violence and this and that. This and is the one where you told me, nuts, like, he sets like, up booby traps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah, doesn't yeah, he crush some dude's head with yeah, a cinder he's block nuts. or like, something? This, this kid just loves death. Like, like he's, he's basically, like, he's, well, here's the thing. I, I think I think that everybody, especially everyone who's into horror movies, is maybe just a little twisted a little, a little in the mind up. at times. No, I think like, it's healthy. Like, I think like, it's healthy. Like haven't like haven't you had those thoughts before where you're like, man, if somebody broke into my house, this is what I would do, and it's always completely over the top shit. Like suddenly my house would look like the house from the collector. <laughs> like there'd be bear traps all over the floor and there'd be booby traps everywhere oh my god speaking of bear traps I didn't mention this last episode we were talking about uh, was it two episodes masks was it two episodes ago or last episode uh, two episodes ago uh, the best bear trap weapon was in uh, Cabin in the Woods the guy literally has a bear trap on a chain and he throws and it, at it at people oh my god best weapon ever <laughs> so good um, yeah that's great anyway though uh, back to Silent yeah, Night Silent Steven Night Tuna. here we go so he did the aggression scale uh, he did a movie called Submerged which was about a group of kids who are in a limousine and they get sunk into the water Ooh, and it's them surviving inside this limousine Have while you seen it's sinking that? no not yet oh. sounds amazing yeah that sounds pretty uh, he also gnarly. did a movie called Marauders and a movie called Extraction both starring Bruce Willis Oh, so nice. he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's moving on up. Cool. Steven Smith is a great director, though. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so he did the remake of Silent Night. Um, and as he would put it, it's not so much a remake as it is that he took the property, and this is a retelling of it. It's very different. It's not a remake. It's It takes parts from the original, yes, but it's very much its own thing. You I mean, know? I mean, as far as I know, I've, I've never seen it, but as far as what I've heard about it, it's just... it's. Well, because Silent Night, Deadly Night has the whole backstory. Yeah. Of there's no backstory the kids to Silent mess Night. It. Yeah, whatsoever. like Silent Night is like it's, there's just this dude. It is dressed just as Santa killing a killer people. Santa, killing people, and Malcolm like, McDowell is the sheriff, and it's fantastic. <laughs> like, do you do you ever find out a motive at all? Um, yeah, and that's actually one of my gripes about it. Really? Yeah, I'll I'll get there. So essentially, you have. Uh, this the the town that they all live in uh, is known for their big Santa parade, and so that's the, the backdrop of the whole movie. Uh-huh. Is that the entire town is dressed up as Santas for the Santa parade? Yeah. And so now you have a killer Santa on the loose, and you don't know who it is. Oh. Um, the kills in this movie are brutal. Really? Oh my God, they're brutal. There's a line. There's a line at the end of the movie, and Malcolm McDowell got his drum down. Drun 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 his gun drawn to the Santa and he goes never bring a gun or never bring a flamethrower to a gunfight he lost that fight <laughs> <laughs> he fucking lost that's, it that's one of the things that I remember seeing about uh, that movie like in particular promo photos the and like trailers that yeah Santa oh, with so a flamethrower they use a lot like uh, Stephen Miller uses a lot of slow-mo in the movie oh really very effectively yeah <laughs> like it stands out and it's very out of place for the most part but it stands out in the best way like mm-hmm. it's a very slow-mo flamethrower just like going just towards the oh it's somebody. great um <laughs> There's a, there's a I don't want to give all the kills away, but there's there's really really cool scenes. Like there's a there's the gnarliest head splitting from an axe I've ever seen. Oh really? Oh yeah, it's great. It's nice. it's fantastic. Um, uh, Donald Logue is in it. Oh, I love Donald. Donald Logue, Logue dude. I will watch in 
anything. Hell yeah, he's, he's amazing. Fantastic. He plays such a good smartass. He's 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 amazing. <laughs> he's good at comedy, drama. Like Everything. he was he was amazing in Sons of Anarchy. Like he just he plays uh, he, that guy. That guy is like. He's got a he's, thousand yeah. faces. He's, he's so great. good. He's great. He's like the ultimate character actor. Absolutely. Um, he plays one of the local drunk Santas who's just kind of coming around or whatever. Like, uh, he, he's Is just, he like he, a major part in the movie? or No, supporting. Oh, he's, cool. absolutely, he's just supporting. Uh, who else was in it? Uh, Jamie King was in it. Oh, she was in uh, Sin City, I think. Oh, yeah, she was. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, my Bloody Valentine, actually. She was oh, in yeah, two. she was in yes, My... Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, no, uh, Silent Night. It's it's not a great movie, you know. It's it's when I first watched it, it was it was very much. I don't really know what's going on. It kind of seems like the killer is just killing for the sake of it, and there's no story behind it. But then as you which, watch it, it kind of it, it gets fine. Into it. I don't mind a movie like that, you know. No, it's not bad. It reminds me actually um, very much of the old slasher movies, like the old Jason movies. It actually reminds me of Halloween quite a bit, where you just have like this this faceless killer who's killing people. Some people are trying to figure out why, and he's just killing. That's actually what it reminds me of. It's actually a pretty well, good modern 80s slasher in I mean, that sense. I mean, it, there's definitely... I don't, I don't know if that was the right one to compare it to, though, because there's definitely a backstory with Michael Myers not, and stuff. Well, sure. Um, Jason, not so much, though, really. I mean... <laughs> still backstory. There is. I sh- shut I don't up. know. Let's just, let's just move He's on from that. He's got a cool that. mask. He takes one of those old man that's, masks <clears throat> that's the and thing he is cuts like, out the mouth. That's the thing is I, re- a, I remember... A beard to it. That's, a, that's the thing that I remember most. Like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I just remember seeing that mask and, like, the burnt yep, out yep, eyes and yep, shit, and I was yep. like, that looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's it looks cool. spooky. I would recommend it. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're, like, the uber retro fan of Silent Night Dead the Night and you're going into the remake thinking that it's going to be the same thing it's not not going to be you're not gonna, and if that's what you're expecting you're not going to like it right. uh it's very different it's it's modern to a certain degree but it's it's done well though and uh there are a, a few key scenes from the original movie that they do bring back oh cool um so you so any fans of the original will like that but it, it's a good movie it's it's a good holiday feel good die killer santa movie feel good die killer santa <laughs> well hey guess what sarah's here hey oh hey <laughs> sarah showed up two hours so late sarah has graduated from the couch to the chair She's i got... get a microphone now oh, look at that we um, <laughs> except for hold on you're still not allowed to talk very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, uh, Sarah's taken over all of Justin's job. She took over karaoke <laughs> for him last night. Yeah, pretty she much. She ran karaoke. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I, were I you there? Last... No, I heard about it, though. Oh. I talked you ran my, karaoke I talked last night? Friends. I ran karaoke last night, so Justin just doesn't need to work anymore. Like you emceed and everything? Yeah, yeah. Whole full deal. blown. What, was he at rehearsal again? Yeah, he had rehearsal oh, again. No shit. And now wow. she's here taking a spot tonight. How did that no, go? Goodness. Was it, it cool? It was fun. <laughs> it was, it was fun? a lot of fun. Now, if he's quitting at Bearable, you should just take over. Yeah, we kind of talked about that, but the whole point of him quitting was to spend more time with me. Yeah. <laughs> Not less there's, there's time. Funny, the there's, funny thing is, is that you don't really want to spend time with him. So uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, no. Wait. He might actually listen to this later. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't <laughs> keep me out of trouble? Who wouldn't want to spend time with that beautiful man? That's true. Mm-hmm. So yes, we have our Imperial Moon Princess here. Uh, hey, hey, James, do you want to dig? Sarah, do you want to? Welcome. Wanna, do you want to Krampus me out another beer? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Sarah's got to try this. Oh, oh, she, she does. We don't have no, a glass no, for no. Her. We'll split it and then she can have the bottle. 
Yeah. Boom. Oh, hey. Look at that. That works. Look at that. Just, just solving. I got. I, just I'm solving problems. So uh, we're drinking Krampus. Krampus. So, from southern <laughs> southern tier, and it is uh, it's treating quite us nice. very well. Hey, how would you say that word right there, Sarah? That one. Hells. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's Hells, Heels, or Heelys. Heelys, Hellies. Oh, Heelys. I feel like I've heard, I've heard oh, it. Oh, yeah. Heelys. Oh, there it is. All right. There we'll, it is. Just, we'll just settle I, on Heelys true. then. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, so, <clears throat> getting back in the movies, what else have you watched? Well, we just watched, uh, I think we both watched Rare Exports. Oh, my God. Yes. Fantastic flick. This movie was really cool. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I Fifth movie. This it's, movie was it's, super this movie cool. It's cleansed. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is cleansed. Rest in peace. So, um, um, uh, I I knew nothing about this movie same going here, into it. Same here. I I honestly I, I hadn't even watched a trailer. Like I had seen a picture of the little kid wearing the the helmet and the hockey pads and stuff. But yeah. I I knew nothing going into it. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was a really cool movie. What did you expect from this movie going in? I I honestly expected nothing because I hadn't I, um, I I there was like I didn't know anything about it. One of the I'm looking it up right now. We watched this movie on Shutter again because Shutter is amazing. Shutter is very now, sweet. The if you're a horror fan and you don't have Shutter, then you're not a horror. Here's fan. the thing though. <laughs> I'm gonna read the synopsis that Shutter gives you for this movie. Okay. okay? Yeah. Uh, in this darkly comic gen, it's Christmas Eve in northern Finland, and an archaeological dig has unearthed Santa Claus. But this Santa isn't one that you want coming to town. When local children begin disappearing, Pietri and his father capture the mythological Pia- being. Pietri. Pietri, and his father <laughs> capture a mythological being and attempt. To sell Santa to a corporation sponsoring the dig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when you hear that, mm-hmm. if you had never seen this movie before, what do you think it's about? I would think that it's about uh, a, a company who unearths Santa, and then I hate you so much. And then a, and then a boy named Pietri and his father <laughs> capture Santa and try to sell I, him back I to I the corporation. So much. Okay. <laughs> you've never seen it, so you don't know what it's about. No, no. If I was if saying that though, what do you think it's about? Oh, I. It just sounds like a bad Santa. Like that's all I can think of. Is I'm here, like, like it sounds like an abduction. Like a killer like Santa killer is on the loose. Santa, right? Yeah, that's not like what it's about and... at all, though. So, that's so right. I, I expected. I expected Santa to be like this mythological creature that was underneath the ice, and they uncovered it, and like just like Encino Man, it comes back to life and starts killing people. Right? That's what mm-hmm. I expected from this movie. That's not it at all. Well. They make you think that's what it is at first. Sure, but my point You're is though, you actually giving away a, a lot of this movie. <laughs> well, right now. whatever. I, it's just, the point uh, is though, it, it's, it's not spoilers. It, spoilers on this movie. Yeah, this movie spoilers. <laughs> um, so they do something. So okay, yeah. So uh, this this Finnish town, they were uh, there's a, a English, I guess, American dig. Did we ever figure that out? <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I, I I I told Mike because at one point there's a uh, a character. I think his name is Aimo, and he speaks English. Yeah. And he mentions the fact that there are American. Sorry, the Krampus after the Bud Light's so much better. Is it? <laughs> Did you so try good. the Krampus yet, Sarah? It's really good. Do you like right? it? Yeah, I like yeah, it. Bitter, it's awesome. Nice bitter. Mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, is it? Is it amber and and very high in bitterness with pine and floral aroma and notes of bright piney hops and crisp lager? <laughs> I, you know what? It's not as bitter as the flesh and blood that I grabbed, though. Oh, is that oh. what you're this drinking? One's, this oh. one's still more more bitter. Yeah, that, this is my the, leftover from that episode. From like four weeks ago. Yeah. 
Um, Not a heavy drinker, <laughs> like you guys. Yeah, right. Oh, make it sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true, because the same week that you were drinking the flesh and blood, you got hammered on tequila. What the hell was Rare that? Oh, so, so he was, uh, so the one guy, Aimo, he speaks English. But at one point, he says to the Santa that there are American visitors looking for him or something like that. I, I can't. To I the can't, Santa? I don't know if he or he says it like over the over the walkie or something like that. He just mentions the fact that there are Americans, and uh, it 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 left me wondering. Please stop that. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Mike was like awkwardly rubbing his nose Eskimo, on the, I was on the Eskimo popper. kissing my popper. That's yes, all. stop it. Um, it left me wondering if, like, you know, so this was this 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 was shot in uh, Finland. Yes, and it left me wondering if the 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 main guy, the the guy who was kind of the head of the dig, if the accent that he was speaking in, <laughs> if that's what. Finnish people think, think that Americans, Americans like sound like because it was quite clearly like a, a it, it sounded like a German accent yeah, to me. Yeah, Maybe, but they're well, like perhaps he just didn't have a good American accent. He <laughs> was that's like, the best he could do. Well, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you take like a like a an American actor, sometimes you take an American actor and try and put a, a German or a, an English accent on them, and they sound absolutely shitty. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what that guy was trying to do, was an American <laughs> accent, and he ended up just sounding like a, like he was German. Um, but uh, <laughs> aside from that, I actually really I actually really like this movie. I, I liked th- it a lot, too. I thought it was too. really cool. Um, I, it goes from the beginning of the movie, it's a really, I thought, a touching tale between father and son. Father, they lose their crop of reindeer. That's how they make their money is they harvest reindeer every year. Their entire herd of reindeer. The, the reindeer just sprout up out of the ground and then they harvest <laughs> well, they, them. They water them with like peppermint uh, <laughs> like peppermint water. Peppermint hot chocolate. <laughs> Chop them off of the knees so they can see next year. <laughs> well, no, the, so they lose their entire herd of though. They, yeah. And so they, they have no money. $85,000 yeah. lost. And none of them know what they're going to do. And so you see this really touching story though where this father, you can tell... He doesn't know how he's going to provide for his son. There's no mother in sight. Who knows what happened to her? Maybe she got hit by an asteroid or something. Or a reindeer. Um, or a reindeer. Mama, mama got <laughs> ran over. Or is it my... Uh, gra- oh, grandma. no, it's grandma. It's I'm grandma. sorry, it's grandma. Um, I screwed that up. But, like, um, like, like you see though, you see them, like, he's trying to figure this out, and you can see he's crying in some sense, like, or in some scenes. Like, he but, but the thing is, it's, it's a caring very, father that just doesn't know how he's going to provide for it's his very, son. It's very realistic in that you can tell that he's holding those tears back. Until he tells his son to go to his room. Yes. Like, yeah. he's a very, like, prideful, man, like prideful a man's man, yeah. man father. Like, he's very, like, I, he's not going to cry in front of his son. Yeah. And he sends his son to his room, and then as the son's <laughs> These walking aren't up tears. There, <laughs> it's man rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissing out my eyes. <laughs> it burns because it's salty. <laughs> No, but it, it no, it is. It's it's kind of like it, it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way yeah. because it's like this father feels like he. But the son's kind of batshit crazy because he's believing that there's a Santa outside of his room. So you have this dichotomy between the well, son who might be crazy and what? the father who just wants to love his son. Well, like, no, wait, no, no, yeah. that's not what I got out of it. I got out of like. No, the 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 dad is like he's just a, he's he doesn't know how to be he, like he. 
you know, when the mother was still alive, she was the caretaker of the son. She was the one who emotionally connected. Not that the father and son didn't emotionally connect, yeah. but men now con- it's now it's just the two of them. Men connect differently, you know. That's yeah. like that's the that's how it goes. <laughs> and uh, not space docking, Mike. <laughs> talking about emotions you son of a bitch and and it's like the father doesn't know how to connect emotionally to his son he loves his son deeply but like he he's he's also trying to be like uh a strong uh strong like just father figure yeah Yeah. just a masculine father figure yeah so it's it's very like he's kind of like a dick to his son but yeah. at the same time, you can tell he's being a dick because he cares so much yeah. about him. And, and he doesn't know how else to be, too. Right, exactly. Uh, partially. Isn't, isn't that how you treat Mike? You're a dick to him because you care about him? Yeah, exactly. Well, James, James is is what he eats, so... Saturday nights, It's funny, though, because you have... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you have the father though, who's just who's just trying to be a good father, and the son though is kind of off on his own tangent because he legitimately believes there's a Santa Claus outside of his window, and Which with, with, there with is. bad with bad intentions. Yeah, and so you're the father well, who thinks his son's crazy, and you're the son who's just like, believe me, it's true. You know, like. Well, I, just to get a little more into it, the the uh, the son and his buddy witness something at the beginning of the movie yes, that leads yeah. them to believe... They sneak into a little off, off right. area. It, 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 yeah. it leads them to believe that, like, the real Santa Claus has been unearthed. And and, and the real Santa Claus, as compared to what uh, we the typically... Santa Claus. As compared to what we typically think of as Santa Claus is not as... Well... Is not as jolly as you would think. brings me to my favorite part of this entire movie. Oh, is I, how I, they treat what Santa Claus is. I've never seen this in another movie. I've never seen this in any folklore or anything else. They essentially... This is... Spoilers. We already talked about this. Actually, to correct you, I believe this is actually more in line with the real folklore. If that's the case, then I've never read it. Norse folklore, anyway. Because this was... I think this was supposed to be more in line with Norse Well, and that's fair. I'm sure there's lots of incarnations of the the person of Santa Claus I've never read. That being said, it's the first time that I had seen it. And that was that uh, the the Santa himself is is not the end all be all. Santa is just the elf essentially, and the Krampus is the Santa. Oh, you really? Oh, you should have done spoilers because I did say spoilers. I said it. I said you did say spoilers. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Pay attention to me, James. (laughs) Hopefully that your listeners paid attention too. (laughs) No, but I, I, I can't not give the spoilers because I love this aspect of the movie so much. Is that like the reason that you see Santas in all the malls and that you see them in everywhere that you go is because those Santas are the millions upon millions of essentially. Helpers. helpers and they Santa's spread the helpers. word so you see them everywhere they're all well they're they're, they're, santas, they're santa's eyes but they all yes but they're, they all they're keeping in like the reason that report to the reason that santa yeah. the reason that's not cramped yes it was yes it was dude the, it they, wasn't they, it was still santa no, like it they, was it was a different fuck that when they brought him out of the like, ice he had giant horns it doesn't santa matter santa doesn't have horns krampus does okay their version of santa that you completely missed the point I of this entire movie Nope. <laughs> I, I almost feel like I sure we should. Didn't. I almost feel like we should move on because <laughs> you missed the point of this. Is the idea is that the Santa that we all know, yes, uh, the the jolly man with the beard and the and the red hat and all that is is what we all know as Santa. But 
it, 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 but those are well, no. I know exactly. I know. No, 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 no. I know what you were saying. What we call Santa is not actually called Santa. Those are essentially the elves, and what we interpret as maybe being the Krampus well, is Santa, actually what they Santa's call the helper, Santa. Santa's helpers, they call them. Yes, I I know exactly what you're saying. But the point is, though, is that when we're looking at at least from an American audience, my point is that wasn't Krampus in the ice. Just because he had, just because he had horns, they never said it was a Krampus by any other name. <laughs> just, is still I'm, Krampus. I'm just saying this was a, this was a diff, like you can't just like see him with horns and go, oh that must be Krampus. It's it's not that. It's like well, considering Krampus had horns, I think it's a pretty safe bet. You're taking things too much at face value, <laughs> dude. It's it cramp like it's it's not Krampus. It's just what we consider Santa is not what Santa actually is. It doesn't. Right, it doesn't. Even, it doesn't mean that he's Krampus. It just means that Santa is not what we've come up to believe he is. And well, regardless of which, the way that I took it though, the way that I took it though is that they took the helper yeah. as Santa, and they were trying to sell Santa. I, I don't know. That's the way that I see it, at least, because th- because uh, the kid because the I, kid even believes that it is Santa. Can I say there was actually uh, there was yes he does, and there was there was actually a part in uh, in this movie where it. You got to a certain part of the movie where they have the Santa, the quote-unquote Santa, in their custody. Yeah. And I loved that version of Santa. The cre- like, like, the, 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 the rehabilitation part or the, the, the Santa and the Santa suit The part? man, the old man. Yeah. I, I almost Helpless like... kind of? <laughs> like, I, no, I, no, not at all. He was, he was super scary. Like, I, I actually... Uh, like... I liked the way this movie ended. I liked the way I liked the direction that they went with it. That was cool and everything. Yeah. But I feel like they could have made an entirely separate movie out of what Santa was to begin with. Like they they find this old man in a pit and then they they take him in. They like they're they're basically going to they think he's dead, so they're gonna yeah, do they're whatever. Gonna kill him, they're do, they're gonna well, they think he's well, dead. Well, so. they're gonna hide him. <laughs> but uh, that version of Santa, I thought was really intriguing. It's like he wasn't even he wasn't a person. He wasn't a demon. He was almost like a like a god. It, uh, no, not even like it, it's like he it's like he acted purely on instinct. Like he was almost comatose, like almost catatonic. Yeah. And he tell, had, a, he until, had a purpose, and that's all he was. Until going to there do. was yeah. a child in the room, and then all of a sudden he would start sniffing, and like it was almost like he was just like this, uh, j- like he was driven by one purpose, and that was to like pedophilia. S- <laughs> <laughs> that that's all it sounded like to me. Right. That right. I haven't seen it, and that's all it sounds like I to me. I smell children. <laughs> no, you know what I Santaphilia. You know what I mean, though. I think I. It's I, a little feeling. Yeah. Like before they there be, it is. before they got to the warehouse where you saw the real Santa. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting and cool take on Santa. Was that n- not that not that he was this happy jolly man who kept a list and stuff? It was that he was literally like this being who smelled like he could either sense naughty or nice. Yeah. And when there was a naughty child around him, he came out of this catatonic state. Yeah. And became this like. Well, how does he get? And became this like unstoppable like force where if it's only he needed to get that, to that naughty child to punish him. If it's only the naughty that brings him I know out it's of not, it, though. I know it sounds weird when I like you have to see the movie. It's actually <laughs> right. really freaky, 
But, like, he, I don't, what what were you going to say? No, I'll say, if it's only the naughty that brings them out of that catatonic state, though, then how do they reward the, the good kids? Well, you got to keep in mind that this was the three days leading up to Christmas. True. So, so maybe the, the naughty kids get it first? Maybe. And then everybody after? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know exactly how to go with this, but, like, I just thought that the idea of him being not so much a man or, or a spirit as much as he was like this animal just driven by this instinct I thought was really cool I can't why the f- why can't I get through a conversation with you without you making some lewd gesture because everything you're saying just leads to it you're an asshole okay I, I looked up some some reviews that this has to do with the horns yeah so somebody on here was saying something about um, apparently an ancient Finnish folklore about Chris Kringle. The name given to him is Jolupuki, which means Yule Goat. Yule Goat. And Jolupuki is almost indistinguishable from the popular international image of Santa Claus, but the film plays on the darker legend surrounding the figure that was originally known to Finnish people as a large demonic horned goat man hybrid. Krampus. <laughs> and Krampus. No, yes. he was a brutal abductor, he, torturer, and killer of naughty children. Dude, that's Krampus. No, that is it's, Krampus. It is describing Krampus, but what she's talking about is still Santa Claus. It, so it what is he's still saying written goes, as Santa Claus. It sounds like Krampus. It's described as Krampus. <laughs> if but it, it looks Santa. like a goat, it sounds like a goat. <laughs> it's a goat. <laughs> no, it's uh, what she just described, though, which she just read it's still Santa Claus. How about, how about how about we do this? How about we do this? We agree that Christmas is both very jolly and very fucking creepy in some. In some I, I think that's oh, I think that's actually jokes. why I like these movies is because uh, like Christmas. Well, I, aside from aside from the actual meaning of it, you know, like the uh, you know the the the, the uh, Christ, Christ Mass. And, Christ Mass. <laughs> aside from the actual like birth of Christ and stuff, it's like the folklore behind. Christmas, there's some pretty dark stuff. And I love these uh, movies. Yeah. I love these well, movies. Christmas was a pagan holiday. I love these Let's, movies for that? well we don't yes, we yes, we sir. all know that. We don't need to get into <laughs> like the whole like all the religious implications and stuff, but like I I like exploring aside from like the mass murdering like guys dressed as Santa. Yeah. I love these movies that explore the darker sides of the folklore. As do I. As I really do I. like them a lot. Yeah. It, it seems more real to be honest with you. Like um, I know this is uh, it's it's weird. Like for me, hearing way too much of the good and the jolly and the yada yada yada, it it seems unrealistic. You need a little bit of that darkness to kind of offset how good things are sometimes. Yeah. I like it. You know, I like I said I want to show my folks Krampus. I think, <laughs> think it'd be funny. Well, if we're, <laughs> if we're talking if we're talking about the darker side of, of of Christmas, okay, we got one movie to touch. Are you are you getting there? I I think it's very important that we talk about Santa's sleigh. <laughs> we're gonna end. We are ending with Santa's freaking sleigh. Santa's sleigh featuring WWE and W actually WCW. Yeah, you would know and better than later anybody. WWE superstar. <laughs> fucking nerd. Bill. Goldberg, Goldberg, (laughs) Goldberg. Stop it. No, that's what they do. I don't care. I don't care. Stop it. (laughs) 
There was a disappointing amount of spearing in this movie. Oh, he well, he fuck only you. speared one person. He speared a dude through the through, deli. Through a deli counter. Through a, through a deli. You know that makes up for all the lack of other spearing. I don't know, man. I just I just thought like with that being Go- Bill Goldberg's signature move. I'm surprised move, they did it once. He so more. the fact that they did it once. You're I'm surprised not. that yes. they did it once. Back in the day before, like they made movies based on wrestlers. Yeah. Well, this you movie, this movie was pretty like, like nowadays WWE makes their own movies. No, but so it doesn't shock me they have it in it. Back in, in two, the day, in two thousand five, when Santa's Slay came out, though, the fact that Bill Goldberg was playing Santa, that was, that was the reason. It was like, here's a famous wrestler playing Santa. That was it. Was like, so full, it was pretty much made as like a full disclosure. Well, not the movie. The movie wasn't made as like a fanboy thing, but casting well, him it was. Casting yeah, yeah. him as Santa. That, they knew that what was they were pretty, doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you had so to put at least the one full spear disclosure. In there. James has watched the entire movie. I've watched half of it. Full disclosure. I wanted to watch it all. I I watched it up until I came here today. I was uh, finishing up some other stuff or whatever, but uh this correct movie, me if I'm wrong. Correct this me movie, if I'm wrong. This movie is like this movie is a narrative with with the addition of Goldberg killing people. Okay. That's how it I, seemed at least halfway through. I'm looking at pictures. Did he really kill someone with a menorah? Yeah, yes. he did. Oh, okay. yeah. Stabs yeah. him into the Jesus. wall. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Selling point right there. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. He, no, that was actually right after he speared the guy through the deli yep, counter. Yep. Yep, he much. dives through the <laughs> deli counter and and spears him like it's straight great. up. Because Goldberg also used to be in a, a, a NFL. I think he was. NFL, I think he started his career. Like NFL that, yeah. player, right? Yep. I think um, so. Which I mean, that's where you get that move, the spear. That's like a perfect tackle. Well, Head out, shoulder in. It's also a perfect. Uh, what championship winner in WWE? <laughs> yeah. Um, this this movie was kind of crazy. Like the opening scene. The people in the opening, like not. in the Chris op- Kattan. In, in the opening scene, you got Chris Kattan, Rebecca Gayhart, Fran Drescher, Fran, oh. and James Caan. <laughs> All and James, I was so shocked to yeah, see James Caan. That he's uncredited. He's uncredited. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Like he was like, listen, I'll do it, but don't, don't, don't tell people. Like this, this. is <laughs> the, like this is how they set the tone of this movie. Uh, you see, just this really shitty family. They're just the worst. Like. Yep. They're sitting around the table. A couple of the girls are saying, uh, "Like, what, what kind of, what kind of bullshit are we gonna get for Christmas this year?" And then, like, the older sister looks at him, or, or the mom looks at him. I can't remember, and says, "Don't settle for anything less than Prada, girls." <laughs> and then, and then James Conn's just like, "I just want my fucking family to <laughs> not be pieces of shit for one day." And they're sitting down for this lovely dinner. And, and then, then Santa comes down the chimney. And, and instead of going down the chimney and through the hole, he comes down the chimney and then punches through the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, it's amazing. And then comes out and proceeds to murder all of them. This so, movie this movie's probably the best holiday movie, half holiday movie I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I got to finish it still. But. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely... Well, so the uh, brief synopsis, if you can't already pick up on it, Santa Claus <laughs> is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes a giver of toys and happiness. Uh, the bet was... Uh, they actually settled it by curling. Yes. The, uh, the <laughs> curling into an, an ice fishing hole. <laughs> cur- like curling like the giant stones and brooms. There was no yep. brooms involved, but... Uh, I love watching curling during the Winter Olympics, by the way. There's something so fascinating about it. 
But uh, I think you're possessed by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the the bet was uh, if 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 one could get their stone closer to this hole in the ice than the other one, then uh, like if the angel got his stone closer, then Santa would have to be good for a thousand years and he would have to bring toys to boys and girls and be happy and and, and jolly. Did the old man that was also doing the curling thing with him, though, uh-huh. remind you of the kid's grandpa? It was. Was, the- yeah, right? Or also reminded you of Doc Brown? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> to me, it was like Doc Brown all the way. I mean, I get He's like a that. crazy inventor. He's oh, someone's like, crazy oh, grandpa. Just the like, character type. Yeah, you mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. It was absolutely I thought you meant like the actual. No, no. He's reminding me of him. like I've I've seen this character. before. Yeah, no. The character type. Yeah, crazy yeah. inventor guy. Um, Big yeah, white so, hair. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but then after a thousand years, the bet wears off, and Santa returns to his evil ways, and yeah. he basically just goes on a killing rampage, which is full of just. Joyous kills. Yeah, just a lot of <laughs> just a lot of fun, ridiculous the, kills. It's weird though. Like, to me, the movie you could split it in half. It's it's like they made this movie about a kid and his grandpa and his girl and and like they're trying to figure stuff out. But then it's like that was the story, and they had Goldberg come and go, "Hey, kill people," <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of sprinkled those kills in the movie. What if we killed people? <laughs> you know what I'm he, saying? No, that's, well... It really is, because he, like, like, I watch half of it, and mm-hmm. to where I'm at in half of the movie, his, the, the, the Goldberg Santa character mm-hmm. still has nothing to do with the movie. He's just killing people. Oh, well, you just haven't gotten to <laughs> he's the... He's just killing people, and that's it. Yeah, no, well, he's, there's, there's a, there's a very specific purpose that he is in this town and hunting certain people you just have to watch the rest of the movie to get it you'll yeah no you're right <laughs> well, I, I... we're we're gonna continue to watch christmas movies this whole next week yeah and we'll we'll start our next episode with discussing a few more christmas movies as well as certain other movies for yes, next week which we're not going to tell you it's a we're nice big old surprise we will have our special guest vito power um, vito power vito power um, that's our buddy Mike. You don't know who that is, <laughs> but he's got some interesting stories, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Aside, aside from just stuff that we're going to talk about, he's got some good stuff. Well, he's a filmmaker, and he's yeah. still uh, he's out in California doing his thing and stuff. So it uh, he's in Michigan as of today. Yeah, so should be a fun episode. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's really all I have to say about uh, Santa Slay. It was a fun watch. Like it was just ridiculous, over the top. Tons of great one-liners, by the way. Oh, the, the whole movie was basically saying, "Hey, listen, listen. I got, I got a sack full of one-liners. <laughs> Let's make a movie. <laughs> that's that's got, pretty much what it was. I got a whole bunch of one-liners that would really work well with a murderous Santa character." And let's get a wrestler. Let's get Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. And, and then they just ran with it. Yeah, it's, um, it's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. It was a, it was a it was a fun movie, and uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I agree. Well, you you haven't seen the whole movie. Well, so. I I agree to what I've seen. I will. Re- I'm, tell you what. Next week, what I watched, I will give my full review on Santa Slay. Right on. That? done um yeah so uh we uh like we said we were focusing mostly on movies that we have never seen before so there's tons of great christmas christmas movies that we we didn't mention some Uh, movies that we have seen that are christmas movies like gremlins yeah of course fantastic Die hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Krampus. Yeah. Mike's got a Krampus in I'm his letting, throat. I'm letting this Christmas spirit go through my lungs. 
<laughs> what are some other great uh, like just well, holiday? Like I, like I just said, Die Hard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you said Gremlins also. Yep. Um, Supposedly, uh, We Are Still Here is a Christmas movie. Now, when we watched this, oh, yeah. I don't remember it being Christmas. I remember uh, we it might being, have missed it. I remember I it being like set in, the win- in, in winter, Yeah, I don't remember it specifically being a Christmas movie. I could have just forgotten about it, being that I was so engrossed in the whole you know ghost aspect of the movie. I really like that movie. I did too. I did too. I just I don't remember that aspect of it for some strange reason. I don't know why. You said the name kind of fast, so I'm we gonna say We are still here. Yeah, we are still here. That was a cool movie. Um, cool ghost story. Um another another Christmas movie is um uh The Toxic Avenger. Oh <laughs> The Toxic Avenger. It gives you the gift of no, we didn't. Toxic events. We didn't talk about. We didn't talk nothing. about like the original Black Christmas or the Black yeah, Christmas yeah. remake uh, because those are those are movies that we've already seen. We anticipate and, and, doing this podcast for at least seventeen more years. Yeah, so, so we're gonna we have need, a lot we need more Christmas. We need to keep some movies for some more Christmases, and uh, and that's just the way it goes. That's it. So, uh, I think with that being said, Sarah. Yes. Thanks for jumping in for the last little bit here. I'm oh, sorry. I was so late. No, that's all right. Sarah Sarah was held up at work dealing with some issues, but uh, we were glad to have her filling in for J-Rod. She had them hair bitches. J-Rod. And, and the, the, you couldn't see behind the scenes here, but she actually spent the last 24 hours learning how to use the recording software, and she did she did all of this for us. Absolutely. No, no. Even when absolutely. even when she wasn't here, she was still doing it. Don't, I did it don't, all. Don't sell me short. I learned it in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I did too. I, I learned some stuff when we were sitting My here. My intentions so, uh, were good. I was going to be here before nine o'clock, before you guys got here, and well, I was going to have everything set. Well, in all fairness, you were here before nine because you were I, in the intro. I was in the intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was totally here before that. How did you do that? That And then I just shut up for an hour and a half. It was a Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Christmas miracle. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, uh, You can find us, if you would like to, you can find us on uh, SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the buzzed kill podcast you can find us on twitter at the buzzkill pc and on tumblr i haven't said this yet today oh look at you at the buzzkill podcast dot tumblr dot Ooh, sexual <laughs> and also uh, make sure download the horror amino app and find us on there also find uh laughing horror and the Beyond the Veil guys. Everybody is really active yeah. on there. Uh, it's a cool community of of just horror fans and awesome people. Make sure you get on do, there. And do uh, the horror fans call themselves horrors? I don't know. <laughs> do you call yourself a horror? I mean, maybe. I mean, hey, I I'm a we whore. all know How Mike is a whore. <laughs> Mike is a whore. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you uh, find us and follow us on those. Uh, also, Those. wait, wait, what is this? What is, wait, wait, what is oh, this, Samir? What is so, this? What is something? What? You know what? Make what? sure you check out oh, com. That's right, Jay Rogers back in the building. <laughs> Making it's... my grand entrance at two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jay Raj. Sometimes you got to do stuff for church and stuff. <laughs> Damn, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, up, man. you guys? Look at your Leaving face. Leaving church to come talk about movies about killing people. Ah, <laughs> well, hey, we it. It's an even balance. Love so, it. hey, speaking of the Christmas spirit and killing people... We, uh, when we were in a band, uh, how long ago? Uh, well, we we wrote this song. I, I mean, we've been in bands with each other for eight, nine years now. 
we been wrote a long a, time. We wrote a song back in 2012. Yes. Uh, called, our most recent band called Hail Santa, and uh, and it's our it's our homage to not only the big fat man himself, but but also 80s hair metal. 80s hair metal. <laughs> And uh, instead of our instead instead of our normal outro music, we're gonna leave you with that. So yeah. we hope you enjoy. So cheers, cheers. my friends, everybody, and uh, hail Santa, hail Santa, Merry Christmas, everybody, Merry Christmas, y'all. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> Timmy wants a bicycle for Christmas. Nope. Who was the Santa listen to when he's flying through the night?